All right, welcome, boys and girls, to another episode of the IDP Plus podcast. And I'm joined here by my handsome co-host, Matt Record. Matt, how was week one for you? Week one, uh, full of highs and lows. A, a bad week of watching football still beats, uh, you know, a good Sunday any other time. So uh, my team obviously lost to your team. I uh, got to address that help in the room, but I think there were some positives yeah. for the Pats that, that were pretty good. But uh, fantasy yeah. wise, is pretty mixed bag. I, there, there are a lot of surprises. Right. So excited to unpack uh, this week with you uh, over this next hour or so. And yeah, see what we can learn. Absolutely. That's what we're going to do for you today. We're kind of going to go th- roll through each game. Um, key takeaways for IDP players for the most part, uh, possibly some offense. We might touch on some injuries with you and whatnot, but um, yeah, we're going to jump right into the uh, Detroit Lions with a shocking start to the season, upset the Super Bowl champion Kansas City Chiefs. Now, of course, no Travis Kelsey, so they had a shot, but man, I don't think anybody saw this coming. Uh, the big play, the big IDP play came from Brian Branch, uh, returned an interception for a touchdown. So you can see on our screen here, if you're watching on YouTube, we've got a nice little chart set up uh, that will be coming out to all subscribers every week. We're get, we've got these nice little tables put together with um, stats and uh, snap counts and scoring. All of our scoring we pulled from our IDP Invitational Charity Tournament. So the number one scorer for the Lions was Brian Branch on that big play. Uh, Matt, did you have anyone else that stood out to you for, for the Lions here? Well, the lines were are fascinating, right? Because we really wanted to see uh, what they would do at that linebacker spot, right? So, mm-hmm. first of all, I was hammering the Brian Branch uh, train all off season. I'm so <laughs> yeah. stoked he did it. Granted, like, he got hurt, right? Um, I'm not seeing anything uh, online, so it must not be that serious. But I think that explains right. the 68 percent snap count there because uh, he did leave the game. Uh, but mm-hmm. yeah, the way he was being utilized was kind of like how you wanted. Want him to be right. Jaquan Brisker was that last year. It's like, okay, this guy, he's going to be instantly good there. But no, for the Lions, it was really the linebackers. Like, how much is Jack Campbell going to play? Like, is Malcolm Rodriguez going to play? We we all expected Alex Anzalone to be the number one guy, or at least 1A, 1B, depending on you know what Campbell did. But I mean, again, if you're looking at this on YouTube, first of all, subscribe and comment. We really appreciate it. Uh, But yeah, I mean, Anzalone, 94% of the snaps uh, yielded some nice tackle numbers because of it. There you scored 14 points with our scoring system here, which is again, pretty balanced for those that aren't familiar with it. Um, Right. uh, But yeah, but then you see, uh, you see Jack Campbell, only 38% of defensive snaps. That wasn't due to injury. He just didn't, they they just didn't play him that much. Uh, And then Malcolm Rodriguez all the way down uh, with 22% of snaps. So uh, I think the Malcolm Rodriguez train, at least right now is, is, is parked heavily parked and not going anywhere. Um, We fully expect Jack Campbell to eventually get more playing time, but I thought Mm -hmm. uh, that's noteworthy at the very least. Uh, I mean, Derek Barnes got more snaps than him, 42%. So uh, a lot of the takeaways from week one, which you're going to hear this a lot, but it's very important uh, is less about the actual stats and more about the, the playing time. Like obviously you want people Mm -hmm. to take advantage of playing time opportunities, uh, but like who does the, who do the coaching staffs trust to be out there? Um, Because, you know, it's someone that's getting 94% of the snaps, even though they're not, necessarily scoring a whole bunch they're going to have opportunities to do it more so than players that aren't out there so for me the main takeaway for the lions was okay we can't really trust jack campbell uh in any redraft league yet right. uh, as much as we want to uh 
yeah, that and uh, Aiden Hutchinson's pretty good at football. Yeah. So the only thing I want to warn people on Brian Branch, um, he did play 37 of 38 of his snaps in the slot, which is great going forward. Um, however, you, you know, you take away the touchdown and the return and the interception, and it was basically three tackles uh, in total with with nothing else. So uh, and that and that ball kind of you know fell right in his hands. Not trying to be a Debbie Downer, just saying can't expect obviously an interception and a return for a touchdown every week. So be cautious um, with your starting lineups. Of course, you know we play the matchups right. So playing a, a heavy passing Chiefs team, yes, without Travis Kelsey. However, look, we still ended up with a great game for actually a few of the defensive backs. You can see three out of the top four scores were defensive backs. So, and we also projected in our in our weekly preview that the pass rushers would struggle in this game because Patrick Mahomes converts um, the least amount of his pressures to sacks, so he doesn't get sacked. Um, you can see Aiden Hutchinson. It was a decent game with our scoring. Other scoring could be way worse. Some scoring a lot better. Um, I James Houston, it doesn't even make it in the screen here. Uh, he he did nothing. So, you know, those pass rushers really struggled. The defensive backs did very well. So uh, the only other thing, if you are in CB required, Cameron Sutton put up a zero burger while playing 100% of snaps. Um, I did the write-up for this game. I did mention uh, to kind of hang on with Cam Sutton if he's going to be playing that much, you know. Lions are going to be in a lot of these types of games, I feel like, this year. So don't don't cut bait on Cam Sutton yet if you're in a CB required league. So Yeah, and I'd um, say the same thing for Kirby Joseph there. You can see the six oh, yeah. points, 100% of the defensive snaps played. Mm-hmm. Uh, they trust him there. Like They'll be they'll be brighter days. Don't, don't cut bait yet. Exactly. He's going to be a little frustrating just because he's he's lining up like all over the field in different positions. Uh, he of his 65 total snaps, um, he was all over the place in the uh, in the box, 22 in the box, 19 is free safety, 21 in the slot. That's like kind. Of, it's good and bad. I just I wrote in my write up that he's just going to be a headache, and you're going to have a hard time guessing. But in deeper leagues, you he should be rostered and might just be more of kind of like a bye week replacement because I think it's going to be hard to predict when when he has a good game. So, uh, but overall, very encouraging performance. So, um, we're going to flip down to the cheap side, Chiefs side of things. Uh, very interesting game for the Chiefs. Um, our guy, our new writer, Corey, Corey Manis, predicted that Nick Bolton might struggle a little bit, and he did. Uh, he, he didn't really have a, a monster game. We we had an exceptional game from the cornerback Trent McDuffie, not Legereus Sneed. I think you and me were on this train, right? Mostly sure. you identified that McDuffie was playing a lot of Sneed's role when he got injured last year, and, and could we see that happen? Well, it did happen um, in this game. So Sneed put up a, a very solid game himself. You can see there playing 100% of snaps. Um, George Karlaftis had a really nice game. You know, no Chris Jones. I think he really he really stepped up. And then the hot pickup is going to be Michael Dana, right? Uh, what, what are your thoughts on, on the Chiefs side of things here? I thought for the most part, the playmakers that we expected to uh, to play uh, and play well did. Like I, I was ecstatic by that Trent McDuffie usage. Uh, it was kind of uh, was exactly as we were expecting it more in that really optimal spot for cornerbacks. Like he was so good that I, I would 
even put, throw him out there in a in a DB required league, like not even just a CB required. Like he, he's gonna, they're gonna be the Chiefs are gonna be in a lot of games where people are gonna be throwing a bunch on them because we expect the Chiefs to put up a lot of points. So really high on McDuffie. I mean, Michael Michael Dana, like yeah, he playing eighty six percent of defensive snaps. That's crazy like i didn't i didn't see that coming i mean that, that's no, a huge amount of usage did. uh especially for how effective uh he was in that game like that that's incredible uh yeah, yeah the other real takeaways for me uh, we've always want to see that linebacker usage right especially mm-hmm. since you know the chiefs went out and they got a true tranquil someone who was very good for the chargers last year like was he going to eat into anyone's snaps and you can kind of see it bear out here like bolden 96 percent of defensive snaps at linebacker mm-hmm. the next highest linebacker was willie gay which you kind of expect at 67 percent then look at little little leo chanel the, old, the former badger 40 percent right uh-huh. and you tranquil only playing 19 percent. so it, it's very clearly nick bolton's show right we were wondering mm-hmm. if they would he'd be closer to 80%, but 96%. He's always there. He's the green dot. Uh, maybe not his best game, but he's mm-hmm. out there. And, you know, when he's out there, you're going to obviously play him. Uh, but yeah, and the, I, I don't really trust any of these other linebackers other than, you know, maybe, maybe with a game of that 67%. Like I always look for 80% usage to really trust the linebacker going out there to be, make plays. And I don't really yeah. love, don't really love it. Right. Yeah. Drew Tranquil is a cut in, in redraft leagues, easy cut. Uh, we, we told you not to bother drafting him, um, even so, uh, yeah, this, everything kind of shook out here outside of the Michael Dana and, and kind of Trent McDuffie overtaking Legereus Sneed. No, no major, uh, big surprises here. I don't think. Um, and you're going to be playing Legereus Sneed anyway, but it was more of just like not him living up to the CB, like overall CB one sort of thing, the the price you had to pay for him. So if you have him, obviously still roll him out there. He's still very talented and he's, and he's obviously being used, right? It's just, if you were expecting him to be the CB one, uh, you might be sadly mistaken. Yeah. His slot usage was, yeah, it was like non-existent for whatever reason. Um, I don't know if he's lost his job there or what, but he he basically didn't play in the slot. It was all Trent McDuffie and a little bit of Justin Reed. Um, he Legarius Need took basically all of his snaps at straight up corner uh, cornerback. So that's an interesting development, you know. I anybody and this is exactly why we preach: do not draft the number one quarter from last year it never ever ever repeats <laughs> never ever um, and chris jones did sign that one-year contract today uh so ooh, uh that that I did, did happen know that. so i was busy uh, all day <laughs> yeah so that uh, uh so hold out over that will obviously Good. change uh some of the things for next week obviously he's a stud if you have him you're throwing him out there in dt required leagues uh fascinating to see how that impacts the rest of the rest of the roster yeah. The only other takeaway is um, the safeties is Justin Reed and Brian Cook. If you had taken a, a shot on Mike uh, Edwards, you can cut bait with him and go get Brian Cook. Uh, they're they're both played 100 percent snaps. Edwards was barely on the field at 23 percent. So um, he lost his job, basically. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, OK. All right. So that that was our first little preview. Um, now, Matt, I don't I hate to put you in this here. I was going to say. Our gambling picks. Do you are, are we gonna talk about that? Because I know I I was it, to the moon. I was like, oh, I started off great, one and zero, and then I was following the rest of my picks in the week. And yeah, came crashing back down to earth. We maybe don't have to review everyone. We could just say, well, I'll just I know I'll just I did terrible you, by the end I, of the I'll, week. I'll tell you, Steve went four and twelve. 
So if you faded him, uh, you've made a lot of money. Uh, I went seven and eight, uh, okay. which, you know, 50-50 sh- shots, right? Uh, with the, obviously, we are recording this Monday night, as we always do. So Bills at Jets is still oh, yeah. happening. You had Bills <laughs> minus two and a half. I had Jets plus two and a half. Our listeners will know which one of us ended up there, right? But okay. this, this is about right. So uh, I figure Very at the good. end of this episode, we'll we'll just quickly run through all the games and make our picks okay. there. I think that makes the most sense. So stay tuned Very for cool. that. Very cool. Very cool. Okay. Um, so those those charts are are going to be, like I said, they're they're going to be up for you um, on the on the site uh, tomorrow. Uh, hopefully, <laughs> um, we still got some. We got to get everything loaded up there. So uh, we're going to use um, good old the, the source of them is Excel. So we're gonna. We're going to use them for right now. So uh, our next game was Arizona at Washington. Um, and I will bring up those charts right now. Uh, okay. We can start with, here's Washington. Uh, is that looking okay? That is looking real swell. Sweet. Uh, so Washington barely... Took out the lowly Arizona Cardinals, but we had some nice performances. Uh, Montez Sweat and, of course, everyone's favorite, Cameron Curl, um, top things. I think seeing Jamin Davis only playing 65% of snaps, he you know he still gave you double digits in our scoring, but nothing nothing really crazy to write home about. Uh, you know, with no Chase Young, Montez Sweat really stepped up to the plate here. Uh, so beyond beyond him and Curl, and you know, Jonathan Allen had a good game with the sack. But beyond them, we didn't really have a whole lot going on here. So outside of Jamin Davis only playing 65% of snaps, I think that's kind of interesting, right? Um, anything else you see here? Yeah, I think the main takeaways for me was that, yeah, Cody Barton was that LB1, 100% of the defensive snaps, mm-hmm. which did not lend itself to points uh, this week. Right. But this again, week. that's one of those things. If he's playing 100%, like he's going to, over the span of the season, be that LB1. So mm-hmm. feel very confident throwing him out, even though this is a slow week. Uh, yeah, Jamin Davis, 65%. Like That's not even close to the 80% I want. Uh, yeah. so a real step back for me there. Uh, and I think the other, well, two other takeaways for me, the, the safeties, right? Obviously Cam Curl crushed it, uh, both produced and played hundred percent of the defensive snaps, but also mm-hmm. look at a little Derek Forrest who played very well last year too. Also hundred percent of the defensive snaps. Right. So, uh, I like what I'm seeing in terms of those usage usages here for Washington. Cause if this stays consistent, we'll have a very good good chance of projecting this defense because uh, they kind of yeah. play their guys without some rotation. So I really like that. Uh, the only other note for me is rookie Emmanuel Forbes, the cornerback, 65% of the yeah. snap share. Uh, you'll see some other rookie cornerbacks that got way more than that. Uh, I can't emphasize it enough in order for cornerbacks, especially to score points. They have to be on the field. Right. right. And we often like to look for those rookies because they're not quite up to speed with the NFL. So they'll give up passes. So they'll get a bunch of tackles, which we'll talk about some of them coming up. Uh, okay. But the fact that Forbes only played 65 percent, maybe it's just a week one blip. But I, I'm kind of fading him a little bit uh, to start this season. Yeah, uh, of course, Kendall Fuller got his 100 percent. Benjamin St. Juiced uh, was the other corner who got 100 percent. So that's uh that's a little interesting. But yeah, it seems like the guys you want are the typical uh, typical guys, the the three linemen in Sweat, Allen, and Payne. Uh, Cody Barton looking like he's going to be, you know, the guy in the middle. 
and then Forrest and Curl. And, you know, they could flip-flop games. You never know. Um, let me check, actually, what I think um, Curl was most likely the top um, box. Yes, he was. I think he played 60%. Perfect. Ilk. Uh, yeah, yeah he, was... he was the box guy. Yeah. Um, oh, another guy we had creep up. Um, oh, because I'm not on Washington anymore. Yes, but uh, yeah. Regardless, um, those are the guys, and uh, yeah, not not anything too crazy. This was a very low scoring game, so I, I you know, neither team had you know multiple uh, crazy options that did really well, so. Uh, let's look at Arizona now. Did that flick to Arizona? No, it did not. All right. Sorry about that. Well, you're pulling that up. Arizona was fascinating this week, right? Because we had no idea who they were going to play where on defense, uh, and all the the snap (laughs) counts and like it, it's, it's fascinating. So now that we have, now that we have this pulled up, like look at number one. Dennis Gardek, Gardek. How frustrating! How annoying! Right. Well, it is what it is. I mean, he had two sacks. Right. He had four combined tackles. Like that's three QB hits. Like he was forced fumble. Like he's all over the place. But he yeah. only played thirty nine percent of snaps. So this is one of those players, right? That uh, this can with that play percentage, this is not going to be a regular occurrence. Leave him on the waiver wire. Let someone else uh, overreact and go pick him up. Uh, I mean, it's not really frustrating because I don't know what they're doing on their defense, especially the defensive really? line. Like, like even Zayvon Collins, who might be their best overall player on the defensive end, only played fifty nine percent of snaps. So yeah. there's, there's, I'm kind of, I don't want anything to do with that defensive line based off of these yeah, snap percentages because even gross. the the better people, they're not going to be out there enough to be consistent, right? Yeah. But look at linebackers, right? Like Kaiser White at hundred percent. That mm-hmm. is really cool to see, uh, and then just a drastic drastic fall off right mm-hmm. josh woods at 55 percent, chris barnes 27 like it really it's kaiser white at linebacker and that's really it there and then i think really the the real bread and butter of this cardinals defense from an idp perspective are the defensive backs right so mm-hmm. i liked what i saw out of jalen thompson there um obviously not his best day but since right. uh, simmons was shipped off to the giants it's like okay is jalen thompson and buddha baker there in the defensive backfield uh and you can see that with their their play times so buddha baker played 100 jalen thompson played 99 of snaps um all really good stuff for, from an iep perspective but at the end of the day this was not a very strong day for really anyone on this team no uh, it's Dennis Gardeck is frustrating because it should have been Zayvon Collins plays. I feel like, like, I feel For like sure. he got robbed of that. Now maybe Zayvon Collins just stinks and maybe Gardeck will have earned himself some more playing time, but this is your, this is your definition of fool's gold. Do not go out and pick up Dennis Gardeck. Uh, leave, leave him for somebody else. Um, yeah. So, so that's, that's the, thing we want to hammer home here uh all that efficiency on 39 percent of snaps now unless that starts to tick up and he starts to like i said earn more playing time but i would not be wasting a waiver claim um on him not worth it this is what happens when you have a rookie coach who's a a ding dong right you you get all this craziness so i've got some major red flags for you matt regarding the the defensive back so Kevon Wallace, you can see there as the fourth highest IDP score for the game, was a 
a, a former Eagle who Gannon brought with him, and he barely ever played in Philadelphia, couldn't see the field, whether it be – I don't think he was injured very often. I'm pretty sure he's just not a great player. And he walked into 70% snaps. Guess who played the most box snaps out of any uh, safety on the team? My guess is going to be Kevon Wallace. Unfortunately, that's the case. Now, it was 21 for him. Buda Baker, this is where the red flags are. Buda Baker, only 13 box snaps, 52 snaps in the free safety slot, which is why you see he did not have a great game. Now, again, this wasn't exactly passing powerhouses going back and forth here, but that's red flag city. Now, Jalen Thompson... He played 55 slots, uh, slot snaps. So the, I think that's good. Uh, that's encouraging. Um, but yeah, this is just going to be a mess all year long, I think. Uh, Kaiser White chipping in with the 100% snaps. So that's what we wanted to see. If you play in cornerback leaves, Marco Wilson. I kind of had my eye on him uh, in the beginning of the year. And, and he definitely you know, balled out again, even in the low passing volume game. The guy I really was so Cameron Thomas here. I kind of have my high on him earlier in the year, but he only scored this because he, you know, returned a fumble for a touchdown. Only 37% of snaps. I truly think he's their best uh defensive lineman and he barely played. A bunch of random guys got sacks outside of Gardak. Uh, we had Ledbetter Watkins, I'm not going to try that last name today. Uh, Leaky Fotu got to say, so, you know, you can't trust any of them. <laughs> um, I, I think I still would want Cameron Thomas over all of them. I think he's just a better football player, and hopefully Gannon sees that and, and the cream will, will rise to the top there. But, yeah, outside of Kaiser White, I'm scared for fantasy purposes for pretty much everyone on this defense, <laughs> including Buda Baker and the offense, to be honest, just avoid the Cardinals. If yeah. you can Terrible. avoid them Same until there's some more clarity. Uh, we saw BJ Ojolari get like no playing time. He's all the way down here. So another guy, if you were taking a shot on him in, in redraft leagues, time to uh, time to cut bait. So, all right. I think unless you've got anything else, we can move. No, let's keep her moving. Game. Okay. And that next game. I had it up here. So let me close this. And I'll go to... Okay, we're going to take Carolina and Atlanta. So there's Carolina. And... Oh, another pick that I screwed up, although Carolina was kind of hanging with them in the first half. Um they they did not cover <laughs> that they Oopsies. did not. yeah this is why i say people if you if you want to make some money definitely uh definitely yeah. fade my picks hey. all year it is <laughs> both all right i will present this yeah the falcons had a uh nice win right fascinating offensive strategy by just running Algier and Bajan uh, Robinson. But uh, right. they got the win, so they don't really care. I yeah. suppose. 
but yeah, let's talk about let's talk about the Panthers first here. So I thought that uh, the Panthers that we expected to play well uh, really did. Like I think mm-hmm. that the, the, the defensive backs uh, all kind of had slower days than you'd want yeah. them to have. Um, but again, they were going up against a Falcons team that just refuses to throw. Right. right. So it, it, it was definitely <laughs> one of those matchup things. Granted, they didn't put up like goose eggs for you. So you're still okay. Mm-hmm. So there'll be brighter days ahead. But yeah, yeah. I mean, Derek Brown, I think is the, uh, him and Brian Burns were, were the main stories. Like look at those snap percentages, both 96%, uh, both mm-hmm. uh, had uh splash plays and sacks plus a really nice tackle floor, which is mm-hmm. just elite, right? Like if you can, you can't guarantee that you're going to get a sack every game, but if you have that tackle floor of what, this is nine and seven tackles for Brown and Burns respectfully. Uh, yeah. Like that is just, elite level floors there uh just happy to roll them out there and then the linebacker spot uh yeah frankie Luvu is the guy 100 100 of snaps uh shaq mm-hmm. thompson also had 100 of the snaps but uh had quite the worst day in terms of actual tackle production but again okay. that's one of those things where it's it's very game script dependent and also he's being the right place at the right time so i don't think a whole lot to glean there other than you can trust both of those two uh, and then those those are the linebackers. And then yeah, I think the safeties will expect better days moving forward. I wouldn't cut bait with any of them yet. Um, maybe Xavier Woods if you were holding on to stuff in the yeah. past, but uh, yeah. he even even he played eighty one percent of defensive snaps. Uh, right. So so yeah, I think we know who this defense is, and there's some some nice playmakers there for on all all levels. Yeah, the only problem with Woods's snaps is that over over half of them come as free safety, so against low low pass volume team like Atlanta, he's probably going to give you similar games like that. Um, yeah, kind of surprising that Shaq Thompson didn't didn't do more with as much running, but I guess that's because it was getting eaten up uh, in the middle by Derek Brown. So it looks like the system might be very friendly um, for Derek Brown now. But again, the matchup uh, it has a lot to do with that. I don't have much to add on Carolina. Nothing, nothing too. No, they were up. they're we nice can, and We can check out Shin really quick. I can touch on his. Um, where are his? Okay, so three on the defensive line, twenty-one in the box, one is free safety, ten is slot, two in the corner. So he's all over the place. Um, I think we were worried about him. I mean. He still played a good chunk of the snaps, so I I don't know what to take away from him yet, considering he's all over the place there. Uh, the the majority of his snaps did come in the box, so that's nice. Uh, but he's if he's not going to be on the field 100%, he's going to just have another very lumpy year, and he's going to be really frustrating. And you're never gonna you're never gonna figure out the right weeks to start him, unfortunately. So. Um, now we've got. Yield Falcons. Troy Anderson season is here. <laughs> it's here. Apparently, it's Jesse Bates season is here, here too. <laughs> oh, Bates is just making plays all over the place. Obviously, you can yeah. see the two interceptions, the forced fumble, two passes defended, uh, all with mm-hmm. ten combined tackles. So you love all of that stuff. And again, my main takeaway from that is this: are those ninety-four percent snap count uh, right. and the the ten combined tackles? Because if you can just predictably do that at the defensive back spot, you're going to be yeah doing just fine never mind the two interceptions in the forest bubble so uh yeah bates is bates is here uh didn't take away anything from richie grant's uh 
snap percentage. Richie Grant played a hundred percent. So you like that mm-hmm. building off of that really successful year last year, uh, what yeah. seven combined tackles here in the past defended. I think that's a pretty standard stat line for Grant or what to expect. So I'm not going to complain about that. So I'm not mad about that at all. Uh, but yeah, then look at those linebacker usages. Caden Ellis, yeah, as we kind it. of expected a hundred percent of the defensive snaps. He's right Let's there. Go. Troy Anderson way behind that with 99% of the defensive snaps. They basically missed one snap. Maybe his shoe was untied or something. Yeah, <laughs> um, that is that is elite usage, and there's no one else really close at that linebacker spot. In fact, we only have one other linebacker even on there, Tay Davis, for 85% of uh, special teams stats. Yes, yes, okay. he scored uh, one point, and that was just from special teams, right? Okay. So, yeah, so, it is it is the Ellis and Anderson show for sure. <laughs> so plug them both in. Uh, yeah. You might be able to find one of them on some some waiver wires in some mm-hmm. more shallow leagues, but they they should be top 25 plays, I think, moving forward, which is really fun uh, for those who've been following their careers. Uh, but otherwise, yeah, David Onyemata, the journeyman defensive tackle, uh, had a nice mm-hmm. scoring Solid. Uh, yep. n- nice scoring day with four combined tackles, a tackle for a loss, two, B- two QB hits, only played 52% of snaps, which it's a bit of a red flag there. I'll let someone else over correct to that. Uh, and then similarly for Lorenzo Carter, right? Only played 44% of the defensive snaps. He scored well because he got that sack, but that's yeah. not a usage rate that I'm necessarily thrilled with. Yeah, these are those are role players, right? He's an edge rusher, Carter, Animata's supposed to be more of like a run stuffer he looks like he got his hand up and, and batted a pass as well um grady jarrett is your classic you know he's he's a pass rushing defensive tackle split the sack with anderson there so um yeah i mean if you got really deep defensive tackle required leagues animata for sure uh should, should be on the radar carter you know even carter and bud dupree he played a decent amount of sass but didn't really give you much besides assisted tackles so next week he could have the sack so yeah you're you're not going to want to rely on that don't go chasing uh carter or dupree looks like arnold abiketti even in dynasty leagues might be a cut uh second round pick only played 23 percent of snaps so uh yeah it's really the the safety show there and the linebacker show what's more impressive with jesse bates stat lines he did that uh with playing overwhelming majority of his snaps um in the free safety uh, position so 58 of his total snaps as free safety so really impressive stat line might be a little pause for concern um you know obviously he's not going to intercept two passes every game either uh you know they were playing the rookie quarterback who was behind chucking it so in a really nice position i still think at the end of the year probably richie grant shakes out to be your 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 number one out of the those two uh, just because of his role and, and where he lines up, uh, mostly in the box. So, um, but he was splitting time at free safety as well. So, um, yeah, yeah, but both really encouraging. Looks like we've got Von Bell and Jesse Bates from Cincinnati 2.0 here in Atlanta. Both are going to be solid options. Yeah, start both with confidence. Mm-hmm. All righty. Next. Next games, we've got Cincinnati and Cleveland. Ooh, oh, what man. a game! <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. If you, yeah, I know, I know my bet uh, ate shit there for sure. Um, I don't think many people gave Cleveland much of a chance, and uh, and they took it to them. Uh, so I'm going to bring Cleveland up here first. Uh, 
Cleveland. So we've got okay. Uh, not a crazy IDP scoring day, despite the bad weather. You would think lots of fumbles, maybe some interceptions, but we had the bang- I mean, look at those none snap of totals. <laughs> like, yeah, the, the the Bengals did not sustain drives surprisingly yeah. enough for there to be any volume stats. This right? was and one of the lowest of the week, if not the lowest. And there's surprising, like you said, surprisingly few number of splash plays. There's what two sacks. No interceptions. Mm-hmm. Like really, if you if you're not getting the volume for tackles, uh, and you're not getting the splash plays, there's not a whole lot going on. Uh, granted, I I do think there's some stuff to learn here. Yeah. Uh, so first of all, if you have Miles Garrett, you should be playing Miles Garrett. Doing Miles uh, Garrett things. Just a just a freaking stud. Four QB hits. One of the best to do it, obviously. Uh, yeah. But yeah, the other defensive linemen did pretty well too. Like yeah. Zadarius Smith with 66% of defensive snaps with four QB hits. He was around the quarterback all day. Um, yeah. Agbanya Akaronkwa, uh, just all around. He got a sack. He got home, yeah. yeah. Three combined tackles. That looks really good. Only 61% of defensive snaps played, however. Uh, so I, he, he's on. I, I like all those, especially in those deeper leagues. All those that defensive line uh, is really good. Yeah. Um, and then the safeties you expected to be good were good. Like Grant Delpit, we've been hammering his bell all year. Uh, eight combined tackles, pass defended. 98% of snaps played. Like he's a stud who can be played everywhere. Uh, yeah, Greg Newsom had a really good day. Denzel Ward, all those players did really well. And then the the icing on the top uh, is the linebacker room, which yeah. is I is become way more clear for me that I don't want to have anything to do yeah. with this linebacker room. The the lead Gross. linebacker JOK uh, only played seventy seven percent of snaps, and he didn't do a whole lot with and that. And everyone else, like Sion Takitaki, forty one percent, Anthony Walker, fifty nine percent, like that is terrible usage from an idp perspective avoid them at all costs i don't know if you want to hold on to jok for the name value in the deeper deeper leagues but you shouldn't be starting any of these people with any amount of regularity dynasty maybe but yeah it looks like um i was really surprised to see how little anthony walker played especially in a game like that um yeah it's gross and I think I, I think I believe in Taki Taki the most, uh, but he is also coming back from an injury, so he might be brought along slowly. But I think if you want to stash someone for a, a second half of your run, it's Taki Taki. And of course, the, you know, yeah, even though my guy uh, Okoronkwo got home with the sack, I still think it's Zedarius. The the pecking order is Garrett Smith and then Agbo Double O. Um, you know, Smith is just getting those four QB hits versus um, double O only got one QB hit and happened to get the sack on. So uh, I will, you know, acquiesce there um, that, you know, although I really liked him, I'm not counting on that uh, every single week. So that for sure is the pecking order and linebackers, you know, unless you're desperate, you don't want any of them. <laughs> Fact. So now we go to the Bengals. What a disappointing yeah. way to start the year for them. I know. I know. Um, so Jermaine Pratt was a top scorer. You, kind of frustrating for us Logan. Oh, no, it's not up here. Us Logan uh, Wilson managers. Um, we were expecting him to have those, those, uh, those stats. And he played 
Logan Wilson played 100% of the snaps versus Pratt's only 89%. So this must have just been deployment, usage, and probably a little bit of luck there with uh, getting home on the sack. So, you know, could be another slow start for Logan Wilson this year. You know, he's still playing 100% of snaps, so don't get too frustrated. Hopefully, um, hopefully he starts chipping in with, with some of those. Uh, my biggest takeaway uh, the rookies aren't getting much play. I left them on there at the bottom just to show. Jordan Battle didn't play a single actual defensive snap. He only played special teams, and Miles Murphy uh, only got 18% of snaps there um, with and recorded no stats. So, uh, yeah, uh, what do you got on the Bengals? Yeah, I mean, Dax Hill yeah. uh, really stepping up there with 99% snaps. and That's your guy. You know, yeah, the interception and the six combined tackles, like that's exactly what we want to see from him. Um, so that's one of my big takeaways. And then really the the Trey Hendrickson, I, I like I feel like there's a cliff for him the last few years, and I don't know what happened because uh, he was very good and now he's not. Uh, and you can even see that with the 59% of defensive snaps played. Like he right. not he got home, he got a sack, right? So he's still effective. But uh, yeah, Hubbard, if you're starting anyone on that defensive line, is kind of the guy. Um BJ Hill is a vastly underrated defensive tackle in defensive tackle required leagues. So mm -hmm. uh, you like seeing that coming from him, but, but no, this is pretty much, I mean, that's the Logan Wilson experience right there. Like, you know what you're getting, like you don't get a whole lot of splash plays. You're going to get eight to 10 combined tackles per game, which again, there's a absolute space for that. And pretty much regardless of leagues size and format, like that mm -hmm. stability is key is really nice, but you're not going to get those explosive games like the Jermaine Pratt. So, uh, yeah, I think in general, this is the defense we expected. It was gross out. It was so gross out in that game. Yes. More ring rain. Uh, neither offense really succeeded that much. Like, obviously, the the Browns made a few more plays, but uh, mm -hmm. I'll be interested to see how this defense looks, you know, in, in better conditions with some offenses that are actually, uh, you know, mm -hmm. be able to move the ball. I mean, look at those snap counts, too. Like a 74. Oh, yeah. A lot, of, a lot of chances for volume stats here, so. Uh, exactly take all of this stuff a little bit of a grain of salt when you're getting spanked like they did uh you're they were on the field quite a bit so yeah uh encouraging to see nick scott there up there too looks like both of them could be both him and hill could be serviceable um all year long of course henderson you know got home on a sack and he's one also one tackle to assist so he's doing his continued uh sack or bust uh work sam hubbard with a solid uh overall total tackles game um but didn't give you any big splash plays so they're every everyone doing their job here and what we're used to uh to seeing them do so um yeah nothing crazy they said only thing um i'd probably be patient with wilson and you might see those stats kind of flip-flop at some point um during the season and you know uh, i guess it just depends uh, yeah, and the, even this isn't even this isn't even that bad of a day. Like you still had a fifty. Yeah, exactly. System. It's just that's kind of what yeah. you get, and uh, especially you in leagues like this where you're starting three linebackers. Like, yeah, you're gonna absolutely yeah. take that. Yeah. So everyone's gonna go rush get Pratt. I would say if you're a Wilson, now, okay, what would you do if you're in a start three linebacker league? You have Wilson Pratt's on the waiver wire. Are you are you cashing in? Are you chasing the points? Or are you sticking with sticking it out with Wilson? I'd still stick it out with Wilson, I think. Yeah. I, I'm I would I would give the same advice. So um okay, that is good for that game. We are going to move to Baltimore Houston, you know. Uh, another one. I I remember my picks on that. I thought Houston could 
would show us something. I feel like they they had moments um, uh, where they where they show some good uh, good stuff on offense, but um, ultimately the the Ravens were just were just too much. And you, I takeaways. We saw Roquan play 100%. Patrick Queen had a really great game. Um, both him and Roquan got to the quarterback, and that's I what we, we see. Yeah, I mean, Ugh. Patrick Queen just doing, still doing Patrick Queen things. You you know, getting him at the value that we got him all year. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. who uh, Patrick Queen versus Jermaine Pratt. I think it's Patrick Queen, right? <laughs> 100%. 100%. Yeah. See, so don't – yeah, don't go don't go chasing the points for when you have, you know, 100% snap uh, guys who are – you know, they're letting them loose uh, after the quarterback. So I think the defensive backs are the story here. Marcus Williams got injured. Kyle Hamilton played 99% of snaps, but sucked. <laughs> he didn't give you anything. <laughs> Brandon Stevens, uh, who's listed as a cornerback here, but I think – let me actually check. I think he he played most of his um, most of his snaps as a safety um, mm. in this game. Uh, so give me one second to find that. Okay. Uh, oh, he's listed as a cornerback here too. Um, but where did he actually play? So he played. Oh, he did play seventy-two, overwhelming majority of his snaps at straight-up cornerback. So he just hmm. had a really busy day with, I guess, Houston being behind um, all the time. Uh, and then we see uh, Ronald Darby up there with a solid game. Our Darius Washington. He must have been the uh, the Marcus Williams replacement. Uh, oh, it looks like he got most of his snaps as a slot. Uh, so mm. he's listed as a safety, but was playing a lot of slot. Uh, he looks like got a sack, pass defended. So really interesting day. You would have liked to see some of those uh, big splash plays for some of those defensive backs go to Kyle Hamilton, wouldn't you? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think the key here for those following us on YouTube, uh, you can see all of the players there, right? Like there's only 16 players that played on this defense uh, in non-special team form. So obviously we have Trenton Simpson there all the way at the end who played a bunch of special teams uh, snaps, but he's not going to be relevant unless there's an injury to one of the other linebackers, right? Uh, exactly. That's incredible consistency, right? Like we know the Ravens trust these particular players to see on your screen and you know they're going to play a whole bunch, right? So I think yeah. uh, who goes off each week, like you obviously will feel very confident with Roquan Smith and, and Patrick Queen any given week, but I think it's, it's more matchup dependent in terms of you know some of these other these other stats. So we know the Texans rookie, rookie QB. They they tried to get some stuff moving. They didn't weren't very successful to be honest. Like, no, mm-hmm. Damian Pierce had a really tough day in the office, which because he kept running into the Roquan Smiths and Patrick Queens of the world. So there weren't yeah. a whole lot of opportunities for uh, the defensive backs necessarily to do the things we want them to do or that you'd want them to do, um, namely the the Kyle Hampton. So I would not give up on him yet. Obviously, a hundred or ninety nine percent of the defensive snaps played. I think he. He'll be just fine. I think the big thing for next week is yeah, who who benefits from the Marcus Williams injury, which hopefully he comes back soon because I, I really like him. Uh, but I think to your to your point, maybe it's our Darius Washington, like uh, that seems to be correlated to me. Um, but that's a very valuable role. That's a very valuable role in this defense, right? So yeah, uh, I yeah, think I, um, I think he ate uh, some of these guys ate so much because Houston was just you know a behind and and running out a bunch of three wide receiver sets or, you know, Dalton Schultz in, in the slot there. Um, it was actually Geno Stone who who played the most free safety uh, snaps. Mm-hmm. So he seems to be the direct Marcus Williams replacement, but maybe not for 
IDP um, because that role is, uh, you know, as just a, a free safety chilling back there, um, not productive. And we saw that because who played the uh, 43 free safety snaps? Kyle Hamilton with mm-hmm. this cruddy game. So with all this passing going on, this was this a bit of a red flag. I'm a little nervous there, especially with the injury. Um, you know, I uh, Kyle Hamilton might might be, you know, br- coming towards bus territory. I don't want to quite throw the B word totally out there, but that's just looking at the, if this were to continue all season. I know it's only one week, but if this were to continue all season, I think it's be really hard for Kyle Hamilton to um, to live up to, you know, where everyone w- was drafting him and and the expectations they had. So for sure, I don't know. Um, all right, we can do um, Houston next. Houston, we have a problem because <laughs> they got smoked and Jalen Petrie got injured. So uh, bruised that, lung. That's yeah, not coughing true. up blood and everything I heard. like wow. That's bad. Not great. <laughs> not great, Bob. Um, yeah, so why don't I give your thoughts on the Texans? Yeah, I mean – Denzel Perriman is him. He's the guy we thought he was going to be. Obviously, I expected Christian Harris to have the 95% of snaps and Denzel Perriman to have the 72% of snaps, but it was flipped. Uh, It was Perriman, 95%. Christian Harris, 72. Uh, So yeah, Perriman is that LB1 there. Apparently, I guess the coaching staff just trusts him more, that journeyman. So he is. he should absolutely be rostered everywhere. Um, He's going to put up top 20 at least numbers every week if he gets this amount of usage uh in on this defense that's going to be on the, the field uh quite a bit so i think that's the main takeaway for me other than uh yeah obviously the the petrie injury uh like that's gonna have major ramifications for this team uh obviously he was the db1 last year uh and now we'll see how long he's out there's a chance he comes back next week we don't know Um, i don't know i i don't know how what a bruised lung does for your ability to play football it doesn't Doesn't sound sound good (laughs) it doesn't sound good uh but yeah and then i guess the only other thing for me was just yeah will anderson looks like the real deal 75 percent of defensive snaps. He got home. Uh, he had yeah. six combined tackles. Again, you love to see that floor. Uh, no, I think he is maybe other than some of the cornerbacks we will cover uh, coming up soon. One of the only rookie IDP players I'd feel confident throwing in uh, your lineups already. Absolutely. Uh, Jonathan Greener might have a resurgence here. Uh, played, more snaps by by one uh, than Will Anderson, and, and and also got home. Um, you know, if you put it put any stock into PFF grades, Christian Harris had another terrible uh, PFF grade for this game in in total. So that could be why you know Perryman's the, the you know the solid the solid guy out there. Um, you saw Derek Stingley play a hundred percent of snaps, so CB required leagues. That's that's really uh, I love I love Stingley. I really do. Yeah. I was I was um, bummed to see that Jimmy Ward was out for this game. I I, I thought he was going to be a big part of this team. So um, it looks like Eric Murray is is the, the Eric Murray is this year's Jonathan Owens potentially. So he's he's kind of next man up. He was you know he's not locked into a free safety role. I see he was playing twenty snaps in the box, thirty four free safety, nine in the slot. So they were kind of using him everywhere. So Eric Murray is your. Uh, emergency slash Hail Mary <laughs> safety pickup of the week, I think. Um, 
and yeah, we just got to monitor uh, what Petrie. This defensive line never really produced. You. I left Jerry Hughes on there with zero points at thirty six percent snaps. Uh, you know, you really only want Will Anderson, Denzel Perryman here. Anyone else, it's going to be you know complete toss ups if they when they ever do anything. So, um, Tavier Thomas obviously is the number one IDP player. Uh, we also reward. Uh, corners with some bonuses, so that's why he's up there. Uh, but did force a fumble, tackle for a loss, so uh, he could be a very solid guy. I was expecting that kind of stat line from Stingley, to be honest with you. Um, but it looks like I wonder that Thomas might be there. Um, yes, he's their slot guy. So, that, what is, what's the formula? We, you know, the slot guys have usually the highest upside and inconsistency potential for idp and looks like that's tavier thomas whereas stingley's playing that outside boundary corner so yeah. he's going to have really good games it's just gonna be much harder to to get him in your lineup and take advantage of that versus a guy like thomas especially when thomas is only on the field for 62 percent of the snaps right it's like right. a bit of a bit of an outlier there bit of a red herring yeah, yeah for sure all righty um that covers that yeah so now we move on to uh, Jacksonville and Indy. One of my few that covered. I picked Jacksonville, I believe, to cover. Um, so that <laughs> that was one of my four wins. <laughs> uh, we did it. So there's Indy. Here. Yeah, this is a really uh, fun game to watch. Yeah, and, uh, offensively, Calvin Ridley is freaking good. Guess I should have taken him in the middle of the second round <laughs> over Co Cooper Cup, uh, who I thought was a great value at uh, you know, a week ago. <laughs> so, not to yeah, not that I don't love talking about the Colts, but I don't know if there's much to talk about here with the Colts defensively. Like basically yeah. all the people that we thought were going to be good were good. Like Zaire right. Franklin played 100% of defensive snaps, led the team with 18 combined tackles. Yeah. <gasps> that's Under incredible. Um, DeForest Buckner, you drafted him as you know a star defensive tackle. Uh, he only played 67% of snaps, but he got home uh, and you got seven combined tackles. That's freaking elite. Kawiti Pay looks to be getting that. Uh, Nice start yeah. to uh, the breakout. Could be breakout. Here. Uh, yeah, 66%. You want to see that a little bit higher, but again, that's not terrible, uh, especially since he got home. Uh, yeah, then the fact that Shaquille Leonard was on the field for 86% yeah. of snaps is is noteworthy. Nice. Like, that's a lot. Like, he, yeah. he's healthy and playing, uh, which means the other linebackers are all kind of fading into view. But yeah, I think this is Ayer Franklin's defense now. Uh, yeah. Obviously, Leonard has the name, but Franklin is should be considered uh, the number one linebacker there. Uh, and then kind of everyone else kind of falls into the roles we expect them to be in. I would maybe expect some better production from the defensive backs, uh, namely Julian Blackman uh, and or the Rodney Thomases of the world, especially with that amount of play time. But right. uh, uh, to me, it, it, just an oddity this week that they didn't do as well. But really, the, the Stars and the Colts are the Stars. Yeah, you got it. I quickly wanted to see who was playing the box. So it looks like Julian Blackman was taking the bulk of the box snaps um, for the safety. So he's probably uh, probably the one you want. Rodney Thomas, uh, virtually all of his snaps were free safety, which that was his, his role kind of last year. And he had some nice 
games with interceptions and whatnot, but it looks like Blackman is the if you're gonna take a shot on one of these safeties, you're he's the one you want. Uh for cornerbacks, the only thing I want to touch base quickly on is uh the rookie second rounder, Juju Julius Brents, did not play. I think when he's healthy and back, you see him ascend very quickly. Uh up upon this depth chart that has nobody outside of Kenny Moore who is aging and you know for IDP purposes gave you a very mediocre game with with all the passing that was going on there so um yeah Tony Brown had an interception that was it so yeah keep your eyes on Juju Brents if you're if you're in a corner league that's all I really for sure that's why all right okay sometimes it's nice when it's just easy like that you know like you know, yeah. you, you should play. No, you shouldn't. Thank you, Colts. <laughs> and now the fun, the fun rising defense that is the Jaguars. Here it finally is. Okay, um, Josh Allen, the monster game. He's playing for a contract. We said that, right? Yes, sir. Last year, kind of slow. We, this is a contract year because they did not. Uh, take his fifth year option so he is playing for the bag they gave him a pretty decent opportunity at almost 80 percent, 79 percent of snaps so um they're giving him the chance to earn that contract uh trayvon interesting trayvon walker got a hair more at 85 percent. they both got home uh except alan got home three times on the rookie quarterback uh trayvon walker only one only other takeaway i've got here is that Chad Muma played zero snaps. All his snaps were on special teams. That kind of stinks. Devin Lloyd did play 100%. Looks like maybe he's you know back in favor, although he didn't give us much of an IDP game. Um, yeah, he, at least he was on there for 100%. So keep your eyes peeled on Devin Lloyd. So um, And, of course, Tyson Campbell, the, the top cornerback uh, there to own. Um, I think he's – honestly, I think I want Campbell over both – either of the safeties um i just think his ceiling sure. is so much higher week to week so do you got anything on uh on jacksonville there honestly not much more like again this <laughs> is one of those defense where defenses where they only played yet yeah, what 16 people of oh, 15 people again uh because mm-hmm. muma was special teams like that is for a you know you start 11 players on defense and there's only 15 people on the stat sheet like that is incredible uh knowledge to know who's playing what uh, frequently, so they trust their guys. So if you have any of these players that you're seeing those 100 or close to 100% of defensive mm-hmm. snaps played, like you can just roll them out and trust that they're going to do what they need to do. And that is refreshing from the IDP side. Absolutely. All right. Um, we will go to next game, um, San Francisco and Pittsburgh. Um, San Francisco took care of business there. Um Kenny, Kenny Pickett had a terrible game, and Nick Bosa also had a terrible game. So you see uh, Drake Jackson at the very top, who got home three times on Kenny Pickett Ooh. on f- just 44% of the snaps. So is this fool's gold, or or what do we have here in Drake Jackson, Matt? I think two things can be true. Like right. This is obviously fool's gold, right? I mean, right. 44% of snaps, <laughs> 20 snaps three sacks that's like what getting a sack on 12 percent of your freaking like times you're out there that's not happening but those had three qb hits two tacks uh-huh. for lots like he was just in that backfield uh, obviously this is a bit of a whomping uh this game not, not a whole lot of fun to watch uh 
but we like what we saw from Jake Jackson in terms of how he graded out last year. Um, I think playing next to a Nick Bosa like can only help you, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, in term and Javon Hargrave too had a really nice game as well. Um, so he is one that I'm monitoring. I'm not going to trust throwing him out there anytime soon because of that limited snap count. But if he gets keeps getting this kind of production, I think the 49ers are kind of be kind of be forced to play him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, he always projected as a starter, and we they always projected as a rotation. So I mean, Cleveland Farrell's in down there. Um, I think what happened with Boso is just you know he he didn't practice. Uh, he you know I feel like they they didn't want to uh, you know fifty six percent snaps. I feel like they brought him all, along a little slowly. Maybe the motor was turned down a little bit, especially when they went up really early, really quickly. Um, I think there was probably a mutual understanding there that, Hey man, you know, let, let the young guy shine. You don't, you don't have to go crazy in this game because it's pretty much, uh, it's pretty much in the bag here. So, um, no other notables, uh, Lenoir, the, the corner was always our favorite corner to have there. Mm-hmm. Fanga had a, a great game as usual. Uh, yeah. Warner did outscore Greenlaw on this one. They both paid you know, close to, if not all of the staff. So they're going to be fine all year long. I don't really have much else on this one. No, I, I, the 49ers defense is very good. And yeah. you know which players you got to play from. Uh, yeah, Facts. no one no one really on the waiver wire uh, train here because, yeah, yeah, no one got hurt. So, yeah, keep on keeping on. <laughs> all right. Now, Nick Bosa played his brother who had – a, a monster game. So TJ Watt did TJ Watt things. He is Oof. back when he is healthy. I, I think it is not arguable that he has the highest IDP ceiling of any defensive player out there. You know, would you agree or disagree with that? He is just health. When he's yeah. healthy, mm-hmm. he is unbelievable. And you're not going to have a, a higher ceiling uh, yeah. or uh, yeah. Yeah. As a player, uh, I hope this is a, a healthy TJ Watt year because it's just fun to see. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe just fun to see. Like, <laughs> Absolutely. Like, like the three sacks and 71% of the snaps played with the five ta- combined ta- uh, five QB hits. That's insane. That's yeah. insanity. Uh, obviously, if you have him, you're, you're rolling him out there. Uh, other takeaways here. Uh, I thought the linebacker splits were fascinating. Yep. Uh, the fact that Quan Alexander played 69%, Landon Roberts played 43 and Holcomb only played 78. Like we kind of mm-hmm. thought Cole Holcomb was going to get a little more shine uh, yeah. after bringing him in there, but didn't crack the 80%. So that's a pretty big fade for me. Um, mm-hmm. Really any of those linebackers, unless something changes there. And then it's uh, it's a mess, right? And and obviously, Quan Alexander needs to be on the waiver wire uh, radar. I just don't know that I'm investing too much, or or you know, don't drop a stud or anything like that. But in deeper leagues, he's going to be a hot pickup, and and obviously, very well should be. I think he he, he earned it. Um, so yeah, agreed. Yeah, and then Mika Fitzpatrick also continues to be one of the more stable defensive backs you can of have course. out there. Very slow game here, uh, just with the four combined tackles, only mm-hmm. the seven points in this scoring system, but 100% of the snaps played. Like, he's always been a like a pretty big boomer bust guy um, who will mm-hmm. give you a, a decent enough floor, but then has a knack for making those big plays. And this is a game that kind of just got away from the Steelers, so I'm not going to read mm-hmm. too much into, into that. Yeah, oh, I thought they were... Uh, 
Yeah. Oh, sorry. Burying one of the bigger leagues yeah. for defensive tackle people. Cameron yeah. Hayward got hurt. That sucks. I uh, know. Do we know how bad it is? I can look it up real quick. Potential yeah. opportunity uh, for you know the Demarvin Leals, yes, uh, Neals of That's... the of the or it is Leal uh, of the yep. world. Uh, you can see he got the pretty decent amount of playing or decent enough for him. Uh, he's gonna miss mm -hmm. multiple weeks. It says okay, multiple that stinks. Weeks. So yeah, it's now the Larry Ogunjobi show along with the Marvin Leal. Remember, he was a second round pick just last year, barely mm -hmm. played last year, but he's gonna be you know called up big time now so um oh and joby i i think both of them are are pretty i mean they almost played 38 percent for leal and oh 63 so um it's still ogan joby's gonna gonna be the primary guy oh the other rookie uh or the the marvin leal was rookie last year this year's rookie keanu benton played 43 mm percent -hmm. of snaps so leal had the higher production on slightly less snaps it's going to be a mess. <laughs> uh, if you're DT required, I think, honestly, I think I like Leal as, as a higher ceiling guy. Uh, but if you want a more stable floor, I think it's Joby and then the rookie Benton. Um, you know, who knows? Montrevious Adams is another name. Played 50% of stats, but gave us almost no production. So this is gross, and I think it's just going to lead to a lot more TJ Watt and a lot more Alex Highsmith. <laughs> Fact. Fact. Yikes. Um, yeah. Okay. So you got anything else on that game? Sure don't. Okay. That Keep her moving. Pittsburgh and San Francisco. Okay. Tampa Bay and Minnesota. Um, I got to stop talking last because I was trying to stay on top of these with you. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I'm trying to open them and then I'm talking and I forget. So my apologies for dragging this along. Oh, you're here it is. We're cruising. We're on pace for like a <laughs> sub two hour podcast. That's pretty huge. All right. Good. I admit, uh, Tampa Bay first. Um, Devin White is still a bit good at especially IDP. Um, <laughs> Antoine Winfield, despite the, I want to double check on that, despite the um, the concerns of, of sort of playing out there in center field as more of the free safety, uh, he did come away with a really big game uh, with a sack, uh, forced fumble and a fumble recovery, two QB hits. So he, he really had um, an Antoine Winfield type game that we know he's all capable of. However, he did lead everyone in free safety snaps, although Ryan Neal wasn't far behind with um, it was 39 to 34. So this may not be as clear of a, you know, who you, who you want situation. Um, and, and you're kind of going with the, the more talented guy in Winfield. So um, Ryan Neal had a solid enough game, gave you tackles, but nothing else. Uh, so that that very and then we know that Winfield is their their big play guy. So. Um, everyone else pretty much performed to expectations here. Would you, would you agree? Yeah. Again, the Buccaneers are very good at telling us who they like with the play times. So all of the stars mm -hmm. kind of played the percentages you want them to, uh, you know, Devin white, 98%, Winfield, 98%, Levante, David, 95%. Um, the, the, the Neils, the Carlton Davises, uh, hundred percent, like that's very helpful for us. Right. And they all kind of lived mm -hmm. up to, up to the billing. Um, I think the only other takeaway for me is just the defensive tackles kind of all fading. That seems to be more of a rotation. Uh, we know mm -hmm. Vita Vea is getting up there uh, in age, and they drafted the Kalijah Cansey. 
of the world who and like Logan Hall has been around for a while too, but uh, they've got Greg Gaines apparently I'm learning that. Yeah. Now. Um, but so there's Might a bunch of rotations <laughs> like with, with no one really exceeding that. Uh, what? 60% snap percentage. Like it's, it's going to be, or 62 for Logan Hall. It's going to be hard to trust any of those defensive tackles with any regularity. So I think for me, it's the linebackers and defensive backs for the, for the bucks uh, and then kind of fading the, the defensive tackles as needed. Perfecto. Okay. Um, so we will close Tampa Bay and we will come. All right. To one of my favorite developments of the year. Ivan Minnesota. Pace. Ivan Pace. Pace. <laughs> uh, he is officially the guy. Um, Brian Asamoa, who? Yep. So, yes, this is awesome. Ivan Pace got 68% of the snaps. Eight total tackles and a QB hit. I mean, he's doing what he did in college, rushing the passer. This is great news, and he absolutely needs to be a waiver wire pickup, I think, in, in leagues that start three to four linebackers. Uh, maybe he doesn't, you know, go inserted right into your starting lineup next week, but he needs to be stashed on your bench for sure. And Brian Asamoa is droppable at 3% of snaps. He was a special teamer at 43 percent of special team staffs um jordan hicks at 97 gave us nothing uh besides three assisted tackles which is kind of crazy um so this was this was the daniel hunter show and the ivan pace show and a handful of defensive backs starting in here so do you have any other major takeaways it was a weird game for the vikings in general i know we expected them to home opener destroy a seemingly mm-hmm. going the wrong direction bucks team uh, right. apparently the Bucks defense was not told that and it tends to be very good. Um, I, yeah, I think the main takeaway here is Ivan Pace. I would temper expectations still with that 68% right. snap percentage. Um, just in terms of where, uh, we thought the snaps were going, why he's an ad is there's a very real chance that that number creeps way the heck up really mm-hmm. quick. Uh, so kind of a speculative ad there, but still something that's very important, uh, to sort of pick up if you can. Uh, otherwise, yeah, it, it, I, I, the, the defensive backs played as much as we thought they would, right. Um, the, the Buccaneers don't have a great offense. Uh, so like the defensive <laughs> backs didn't score a, a whole much. I expected a little more from Byron Murphy, uh, as well as like the Harrison Smiths of the world, but the snap percentages are there. You just have to assume right. they'll regress back to the mean next week. Um, so keep rolling them out with confidence. Yeah. Um, the, the, I'm pacing, I mean, you know, 68% week one, I think he, he potentially earned himself uh, s- some some more snaps there. So um, I think that's that's more encouraging than anything. I mean, just the fact that Asamoah basically didn't see the field at all. Um, yeah. Oh, to, you know, let you know that it's it's now Pace's job uh, to potentially lose. So um, I oh, think. Oh, and, yeah. and, uh, yeah, and Daniel Hunter's back. Look at that. Yeah. 85% of snaps, a sack. Uh, seven combined tackles, pass defended. Like Daniel Hunter's back. He's a, he's an absolute must start. Yeah, I think he could be. Um, you know, he could be playing for for a bag as well. So he's he's got a lot of motivation. I think uh, this year. So yeah, um, great, great, great. And we are on to we are on to Tennessee, Tennessee, New Orleans. The the field goal uh, game du jour. And we will start with 
the Titans. My guy, a, a guy I've been hammering all season, Amani Hooker, came through. Although he's banged up now, of course. So I'm not sure how bad that is. We will obviously keep you updated that with our written content for sure. Um, by, by the way, written content, got to be a subscriber, guys. So not only subscribing to this awesome show here, but you hop on over to idpguys.org. Uh, click that subs- uh, subscribe button, enter yourself the IDP plus sign pod, IDP plus pod, get yourself 10% off, try us out for a month, let us know what you think. I think you'll you'll stick with us all year. You, you, you get all the written content, you don't get just a little teaser, you get the rankings, you get the discord, which, you know, beyond the written articles, you come to us in discord, we will help you through managing your team all season. So really would love and appreciate, uh, you know, anyone checking us out. These charts here are going to look really freaking sweet on the website tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So you get the, the full access to that. You don't have to sit here and pause the video. Um, you know, throw 10, 10 bucks out there and become a subscriber for a month. Give us a shot. So uh, in Tennessee, you'll get great advice like Amani Hooker um, amongst other guys that played really well. So who? what else you got on, on the Titans here, Matt? Yeah, Jeffrey Simmons, elite defensive tackle, continues to do it. Uh, Playing a shit ton of snaps for a defensive tackle. (laughs) Uh, But then, yeah, a little disappointed in the Aziz uh, Al-Shair intro to the Titans. He got the snaps, though, 98%. I think that's a regress to the mean sort of thing. Uh, The the snaps did bear out what we thought. You know, Jack Gibbons outscored him, but he only played 65%. So Al-Shair is the LB1 there. Bit of a slow start. Uh, yeah. If if someone decides to drop him, like uh, scoop him up, because he'll have the opportunity to do all the all the things we told kind of told you uh, he would do. Um, but yeah, Arden Key uh, for me watching mm-hmm. this game exploded off the screen. I mean, obviously a sack and a half, uh, four combined tackles, two QB hits. I was very interested to see the snap percentage that he had. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, fifty five percent, not nearly as much as it seemed like. Is whenever he's out there, he's making plays. So definitely yeah. something to keep in that mind. That that snap percentage is not enough for me to necessarily mm-hmm. go spend a whole lot for him. But yeah, he right. looked energized. Uh, so just just note note him moving forward. Or if you have a really mm-hmm. deep roster, uh, deep bench, and you want to hold on to him, that's one I would look at. But no, otherwise, I think this this team looks like we thought it look. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Gibbons is a tough, tough one. You know, the deepest of leagues, he's probably already owned. So don't, and if you're in a more shallow league, I probably would not recommend grabbing him. Stick it out with Shire. We could be in a Logan Wilson, uh, you know, kind of a slow start situation here, but you can't ignore those snaps. Um, sometimes it just doesn't break for the guys that, that are on the field all the time. So, um, but when you're, you know, over the course of the season, you want to bet on those guys that are that are on the field there uh monty rice played only on special teams so it is jack gibbons as the clear number two let's let's make that very clear um it's just you know it's tough to it's tough to rely on a guy like that um the harold landry played 88 percent stats but only gave us uh one uh solo and one qb hit so he mm-hmm. you know He's rushing the passer. He just didn't get home. Kind of disappointed that the tackle volume wasn't up there uh, playing that that much of snaps. Um, he's kind of one of these tweener guys that that should sometimes give us uh, tackles. So it's kind of disappointing uh, to see his stat line. He is a – you could cut him. I think you could cut him if you want. Um, 
you know, you're, he's pretty much going to, he's kind of entering that Trey Hendrickson uh, sack or bust territory for me. Yeah. Um, coming off the injury. I, you know, now <laughs> maybe he gets hot uh, second half of the year, but um, yeah. So we have to just monitor uh, hooker's health, but it looks like, you know, he's doing, he's the big play guy. Um, you know, the tackles were fine, five tackles, but uh, he used tackle for loss, fumble recovery, forced fumble, interception, two pass defended. You're going to get that. Uh, he's one of these few guys that you could almost say you can count on the big splash plays because oh, sure. he is just a ball hawk. Uh, he's always been that. He's just battled health issues um, for his entire career, basically, and can't stay on the field, which is why he's such a value this year. Everyone forgets about him. But he is one of those special ball hawk guys that you if he's playing you know he's going to give you something um outside the tackle category so any any last regards on the titans i don't think so okie dokie so oops to the um, saints saints came marching and big big win big debut from Derek carr um like I said, it was a field goal fest there for for most of the game. But um, yeah, if they if they can, the Saints can start converting some of those drives to touchdowns. Uh, this could be a very nice fantasy season for a lot of offensive players in New Orleans. But sure. how about <laughs> how about the defense? We surprisingly, you know, Marshawn Lattimore kind of normally one of those you know island uh, shutdown type corners that, that doesn't yeah. always produce for fantasy was our top idp score in in the idp invitational format yeah so. obviously love to see it uh love mm-hmm. the snap percentage love love all those pass defended that, again and the interception make cornerbacks relevant again uh that's right i would not expect this kind of performance from him at, for of all the reasons not. you just said but uh he gets the he, he plays enough oh oh sorry we got a good game going on right now Oh, man. I, what? Uh, tell, yeah, I let's go. What do we got? I, I don't have it on, so help me out. I'm dying to know. 13-13. <laughs> uh, Zach wow. Wilson just had an awesome pass to Garrett Wilson for the tie, and then Josh Allen just fumbled his first oh. uh, carry. Four and a half minutes left, and now there's a big old brawl happening. Uh, oh, interesting. So, okay. Fun. Uh, okay. Uh, back to the saints. Uh, the main takeaways for me. Yeah. Pete Warner, Demario Davis, the hundred percent bros at linebacker. Uh, that's kind of as expected. People want Warner to, you know, to kind of take that step to be the guy over Demario Davis, but for whatever reason, Demario Davis just won't die. Right. He keeps being that guy. So I think you can trust both out there. There's no other real linebackers on the radar that have to worry about there. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, the defensive ends, uh, Carl Grandison, uh, Cameron Jordan continue to do it. They get the snap percentages there that you expect to have a pretty stable floor. And, you know, they have definitely made their splash plays happen. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. And then look at Brian Breesey with half a sack. That's Thank fun. You. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's a, that's fun. Didn't do much of anything else. Uh, uh one assisted oh. tackle. Otherwise two QB hits, which is obviously nice. So can't quite trust him yet, but it's definitely a, a promising start. But no, I think much like some of these other teams, we didn't have many questions about the Saints defense, but who is going to play how much uh, and yeah. where. And it's just nice to see that actually transpire. I mean, that's what Breesy is, though. He's a he's a pass rushing defensive tackle, so it's good to see him already getting getting after the quarterback and getting there in his very first game. Um, yes, Carl Granderson has absolutely won the opposite to uh, Cam Jordan role, uh, Peyton Turner. I left him on there because he he barely played on defense or special teams. So don't know what's going on there. 
seems like maybe first round bust territory. Um, Werner, I, you know, I was kind of a Werner fader. Um, I, you know, when you looked at his games last year, he wasn't giving you anything besides tackles. He was giving you no tackles for loss, no pass deflections, no sacks. That's not his role. That's not his game. So, I, you know, like you said, Demario Davis won't die in. He's the pass rusher of the two. So right. ceiling is still higher for Demario Davis. Um, yeah, P. Warner, you know, I know people love him, but I'm I'm probably lower than most on, on Warner. Well, I think I think he's just all formats. Yeah, I think we're what we're seeing happen live is him become the Logan Wilson of this Saints defense, right? Yeah. It's like, yeah, he's gonna show up. I mean, eight combined tackles is no joke. He has that nice half right. a sack here, which is nice. Hopefully that could become a regular thing. Um yeah. so I think it's one of those things where we just have to or maybe like the Fred Warners of the world. We're yeah. like, okay, yeah, he's yeah. never gonna be that top ten guy, but he's gonna be your classic uh LB fifteen to twenty five. Mm-hmm. I mean, fifty might be strong, but like he'll just be a solid LB two three. And that's just yeah. all it's going to be. The ceiling is just rough. That's all. Um, all right. Next game. The Packers. Um, Packers, Packers Bears. and Bears. Oh, boy. So I nailed I did. I nailed my Packers plus one or money line. So that was sweet. But I also was really strong on the under. And boy. Oops, <laughs> I guess Jordan Love is a thing. I was baiting Jordan Love. The Bears offense still stinks. Um, not really suit. I, I was right on that front. I expected that. I just didn't expect the Packers to to wallop uh, as much as they did. Quay Walker season, it was here. He got busted up. Yes, it was Quay Walker season because of an interception return for a touchdown. I don't care. I'm going to be biased. I'm going to hype up my guy. Yeah, you know, he didn't get the tackles like he should have. Again, he got injured later in the game. So uh, do we know how bad that is, um, by the way? Uh, I'll look. Thank you. You're you're the lookup guy. Um, so, and, but Devontae Campbell also didn't have a great game. He only played 74% of snaps. I'm really interested. I, I would love – I can't wait to hear people who actually were able to sit down and fully watch and review that game as to why um, – that was the case. Uh, were, were we playing more safeties? I mean, I know Darnell Savage actually had a good game for once in his career um, with 10 tackles. So were, was he just benefiting from Walker being out? And Campbell, I'm trying to find the next linebacker. Isaiah McDuffie was getting some play, 26% of stats, which is kind of interesting. Uh, but again, because Walker went down. So um yeah, Walker is in the concussion protocol. Yeah, so uh, maybe you, one week. We don't know. Yeah, you, you yeah. never know how serious it is. Uh, right. So it Great. still can be a Clay Walker season. Obviously, hold on to him. Uh, really, yeah. You, you, you expect <laughs> Campbell to be the benefactor. Like he only played seventy four percent of We expect him to play more, right? Um, but I, I wouldn't go jumping out any of those other linebackers on that roster because you, we just don't know who it's going to be, and it'd be kind of a fool's errand to try. Uh, yeah. to, to try to figure that out but otherwise no the Packers like Lucas Finesse had a nice sack 
only played 47% of the defensive snaps. So don't love that, especially the up and downs of a rookie pass rusher. Um, nice. It's obviously nice that he got that sack, um, but I would not go out going after him. Uh, very similar for Devontae Wyatt, um, the defensive mm-hmm. tackle. I mean, obviously the sack and a half is really slick, but again, 41% yeah. of defensive snaps. That's just not enough for that to be sustainable. Uh, and yeah, and Razul Douglas, I, I've often harped on him because never really was able to consistently mm. produce. Uh, but this game was great, right? 100% yeah. of snaps, eight combined tackles. Like, I think he puts himself in that category for going against against a team that figures to be a little mm-hmm. pass heavy. He put himself on the streaming radar. Um, mm. and yeah, I guess the only other thing that I had here was uh, uh, Jonathan Owens played a very big role for the Texans last year. Obviously the Texans defense is bad, right? But when yeah. they signed in here, I was kind of projecting a similar role because I thought he was going to be good, but only played yeah. 19% of defensive snaps. You can drop him if you drafted him, hoping that he'd get that same usage uh, unless there's a safety uh, or a, um, unless there's an injury. I don't, I don't see him seeing the field enough to, to warrant starting. Yeah, Rudy Ford is a the guy there, but he's free safety, so the stats are going to be hard to come by. It's funny, Owens actually outscored him technically um, in these settings, but yeah, it's it's not going to be good all year. Um, I actually, I like Devontae Wire. Let's not forget, he was a first-round pick um, last year, so you know, this this might be the unleashing. They, they, had, they had Jaron Reed last year. Um, they're always rotating that defensive line, so Kenny Clark, who is a you know, perennial pro bowler stud only played 51% of the snaps. So, you know, I think Wyatt is very talented. And if you're DT required, I would absolutely go pick him up now. Yes. He's not going to get a sack and a half every game, but that, that ceiling now we know exists um, that that is his skill set as a defensive tackle where Kenny Clark has always been kind of just the, the run, run eating up tackle guy so and the packers and the packers play the falcons next week and we know the falcons run just a veritable crap ton so actually yeah i might take that back that that might be a good streaming good streaming candidate there Mm -hmm. yeah we just saw Derek brown be the top idp for for uh um yeah, for the Panthers. So um Preston Smith had a solid game. He's always gonna give you that. I think the guy so if Walker's out and you and you are looking for a deep replacement, it looks like it's Isaiah McDuffie, but I probably wouldn't waste too much energy on that. Um the big uh, frustrating thing here was Rashawn Gary. Only played 16% of snaps, 12 he, in he total. was on a pitch zero count. burger. Okay, he was he was he was on, on a, a 12 count. snap okay. pitch count. Uh, and I believe he looked pretty decent in those 12 snaps. So wait until he's fully back. Yeah, that's not a uh, he was bad sort of thing. It's just a he was purely, purely right, easing him back in. He just didn't play. Yeah, I wasn't right. trying to insinuate he's bad or anything. But yeah, it was just, it was frustrating to see that he didn't play. Yeah, in fact, he was the second highest PFF grade on, on his only Yeah, he uh, looked good. Snaps, so, so that is that um, worth noting, though, because uh, in some yeah. redraft leagues, he's going to be going, sitting there on the waiver wire. And once he's fully back, like I think we can expect some good things because lest we forget, he was good. Yeah, 50% uh, pressure rate, uh, five five hurries on his 10 pass rush snaps. So um, he'll be back. Yeah, just be patient. And uh, yeah, great for best ball because hopefully you had someone else pick up the slack there. But if you have to make the decision whether to start him in, in, in a league, 
you're probably holding off until until we see. Now, unfortunately, that means you're probably going to miss the first good week he has, but uh, that's just kind of how you have to roll with with him coming off the injury. There, that's so. how we do it. Yep. All right. That's Green Bay. And the Bears. go to the Bears. The um, Bears. Do, do, do. I think nothing too crazy there. Um, no, I think, uh, I, I think for me, yeah, the linebackers kind of went just, we sort of expected it. Like those yeah. are, the, the bears have a defensive scheme where two linebackers are very relevant. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Hey, would you look at that? The, the two leading scorers for the bears were TJ Edwards and Tremaine Edmonds. So <laughs> love that. Yeah. Uh, Yannick and Gakwe was a secretly nice signing by the bears for no yeah. other reason than they don't really have anyone else on the defensive line that you trust. Right. So the fact that he played 68% of snaps and got that sack, like, again, you don't have to be good player in IDP yeah. to put up fantasy points. Uh, and Yannick Ngakwe is going to get plenty of opportunities to put those things up. So uh, I like that. And then, yeah, look at those safeties. Like, Jaquan Brisker had a, I'll say, quiet day, which was right. seven combined tackles in the past. Right. Time, you know, so like, that's the kind <laughs> of floor you want for those elite guys, especially mm-hmm. trying to make that second-year jump. Then um, I would expect more from Eddie Jackson his. too, uh, yeah. but again, he's going to get his with that snap percentage. Um, truly, the the Bears are just a, a a fantasy fantasy gold mine for those few players if you sort of have them. So yeah, uh, the studs. <laughs> yeah, not sure what else to really learn. Yeah, of course yeah. the defensive line stinks. The only guy you might you know in super super deep leagues, Demarcus Walker had a QB hit, so that's his role. He's a pass rusher, played seventy eight percent snaps, so he'll he'll get he'll probably end up with you know somewhere between five and seven sacks on the season. You know, more of a best ball guy, but um, yeah. if if you if you need a hail mary at times, he's one. Um, interesting that the rookie second round corner played hundred percent of snaps. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, he had a really nice game. Was very busy. Uh, so there's our there's one of our uh, rules about rookie corners. Now, of course, it doesn't apply to all. We saw we talked about Forbes earlier. Didn't didn't quite you know have the snaps or production. But man, if Tyreek Stevenson is going to be out there for 100 percent snaps, um, that's that's a nice uh, going to be a nice guy in, in corner required league. So that is noteworthy, uh, especially with. Uh pretty good players around him too so yeah and i feel like i'd be remiss like one one last time special agent jack sanborn only 32 percent idp yeah. darling won some leagues for people last year he's irrelevant get get rid of him if you were yeah. auto drafted him because you missed a pick get rid of him <laughs> he's not you can't him. get rid of him but it was nice to see that he was at least getting back getting on the field after the injury so sure. um he's got a special place in our hearts but unfortunately not on our rosters for this year exactly <laughs> All righty, we will flick. I think we're getting close to our game. Yeah, we are. Um, First, though, we're going to take a pit stop with the Raiders and the Broncos. Oh, good. Uh, There he is, Nate Hobbs. We've called it all year long. Everyone everyone who's worth a damn in IDP called that Nate Hobbs is going to be a great great IDP option. Yeah, yeah, but it does feel good. It feels good. Uh, if you aren't on him, you can start him in all all formats, mm-hmm. DB or in, especially in CB required leagues. He might be one in more shallow leagues that you can go get uh, right now because uh, his ADP it did not catch up to all of the yeah. fantasy analysts uh, hyping him up. Uh, he's freaking great. Go get him. 
Go yeah, we're, we're used to playing with all the guys that do IDP content. So Nate Hobbs was drafted at an appropriate level, but for a lot of you out there that maybe you know aren't playing with as sharp of players, go grab Nate Hobbs and start him weekly with confidence mm-hmm. <laughs> while, while he's healthy. Uh, this other guy below him, at the second score I've never heard of, so maybe don't grab him. Um, although he played 100% of snaps, Jacorian Bennett, um, I thought it was going to be – well, also Marcus Peters played. So we had two two corners play 100%, and Nate Hobbs played 94%. He is the slot guy. Um, mm-hmm. so, so, you know, he wasn't on the field every play. But that's really interesting to me that we had three corners playing that much. Um, but, yeah. Um, yeah, you wonder if that scheme I, – I believe the Broncos did not get much of a run game going, so they were airing it out with Russell Wilson. But, yeah, that's that's a lot of cornerbacks out there. <laughs> Uh, Robert Spillane edged out Diablo and snaps, but Diablo had the better stat line. That's kind of what we expect going forward to, to maintain that um, as long as both stay healthy. Um, Trevon Merrick, the safety, actually outscored Marcus Epps. Which is surprising. Uh, I believe he got snaps. hurt. Okay. I, uh, okay. Morrig. I believe Morrig got hurt. Yeah, that's. I think that's right. So. You probably weren't counting on him much anyway. Um, I know I have him in like a ridiculous like 53-man salary cap league. So I, you know, but I didn't start him either. So um, it's, you know. Uh, Tyree Wilson did play 50%, but gave us pretty much nothing outside of an assistant tackle. Um, The other rookie I left on there, Byron Young, the defensive tackle, did play. He at least played, but he gave us no stats. So. 31% 31% of the snaps. So you're not, yeah, you, you don't want much on that defensive line outside of Crosby, unfortunately. Um, and then, yeah, everyone else kind of chipped in as normal. So um, Marcus Apps, a little bit of a disappointing stat, stat line uh, for 100% snaps, but he, you know, that's what, that's what kind of he is. He's not, he's never going to give you like a, a monster, monster game um, on any sort of consistent level. So. Uh, moving on to Denver. Okay, by you. Let's do it. Alrighty. So Denver. I don't think we had too much crazy. Um, we did have, unfortunately, an, an injury again to Caden Stern. So the old man, mm. Kareem Jackson, stays alive and is atop the IDP scoring in this game. Uh, disappointing games, I think, from what we're used to from Singleton and Jewel, but. You know, that's a. I remember, we had the, someone kind of, kind of picking on us. We didn't have Jewel and Singleton in our top tiers, and I mean, this is why you can't just you can't just take last year's stats and, and input them again. Um, you know, I was optimistic actually in this game that they would do well because I figured a healthy dose of Josh Jacobs, and uh, you know, we only got um, four and four uh, solos and assists out of Singleton, and. Only one solo, five assists out of Jewel with nothing else. Singleton at least chipped in with a defended pass and a QB hit, but Jewel gave us nothing outside of the tackle. So this was this was another game where defensive backs pretty much reigned supreme. Uh, the corners, Mathis and Sertain both did well. Uh, my guy, Zach Allen, 90% snaps. I'm gr- I love seeing that. So I'm still going to be incredibly high on Zach Allen all year long, especially if you do have him as DT eligible. Um, you know, didn't get home on a sack, but did did have a QB hit. Um, decent enough tackle for uh, five altogether for a defensive tackle. So, um, the rest of these guys are a mess. Randy Gregory did nothing on sixty eight percent of snaps. The edge rushers 
kind of stink. Um, like I said, Caden Stearns um, is probably out for the year again. So Kareem Jackson will be relevant. Uh, Drew Sanders did not play a snap, was only a special teamer. That kind of stinks. But kind of third round rookies, kind DJ of Keltown says it. to fade him, and he's right yet again on Drew Sanders. So um, he's only really a stash. So um, yeah, Any, anything you got? No, I think you nailed it. Uh, yeah, not saying like the Josie Jules and Alex Tinkletons won't have their big weeks, but that's of sort course. of why we didn't have them in those top 20. Like you can't just expect mm-hmm. the same sort of usage and there are other people have, you know, a little safer place. So uh, a little bit of vindication. That's like the one week one thing. It's like, haha, we were right, which means next <laughs> week we're going to be completely wrong. Yeah, they'll go uh, off. They're going to go off, which, is, which yeah. is fine, but we'll take our wins when we can get it. Uh, so yeah, nothing too crazy to take away from Denver there. Justin Simmons, 100% snaps remains a frustrating <laughs> defensive back. To own. 100%. Uh, used to be in that elite tier, but man, these past couple of years, he's he's been really frustrating. So, um, all right, one more game, and then we've made it to ours. So, first, another quick pit stop. We've got Rams and Seahawks. Another Ooh. surprising week one, at least to me, surprising outcome. I thought, uh, you know, I picked up the Seattle defense everywhere. I thought this was going to be a, 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 a just a thrashing by the Seahawks of the Rams, and it was the complete opposite. Although my Geno Smith takes, I feel kind of vindicated about because he stinks, and we all knew he stinks. So <laughs> all you Geno Smith lovers can can, can suck pound it. sand. <laughs> yeah. All right, give me give me what you got on the Rams. Yeah, I mean, Ernest Jones lived up to what we were hyping him up to be, right? 100% of snaps. You'll love to see it. So keep playing him with confidence as a potentially top 10 play each week. Um, you, you'll feel confident there. Uh, Aaron Donald continues to wreak havoc. Like, if you have him, you should play him. Uh, kind of was falling down draft boards because people thought the defense would be bad and, you know, right. that he's getting older. But, yeah, he's still 82% of snaps, half a sack, four combined tackles. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. you, love, you love to see that. Yeah, and then the defensive backs, you know, uh, Jordan Fuller continues to be really good. Um, you, you love to see that. And yeah, uh, I don't know. This is another one of those teams where there's not a whole uh, lot of players here that we're looking at, which means it's good. Like they, they might be better than we thought they were, <laughs> if that makes yeah. any sense. Uh, like Michael Hoked was a guy that came up on the uh, Start Sit show. Uh, no mm-hmm. one really picked him, but. I didn't foresee 92% of defensive snaps mm. for that guy. Um, granted, three combined tackles and half a sack isn't necessarily what you want to see from that. But like that's that's a lot of freaking snaps. That's a lot of yeah. snaps for anyone. And you're seeing a lot of these players in that 70 to 80% of the you know defensive snaps here. So my big takeaway, I still don't really trust anyone other than like the Jordan Furler, the Ernest Jones, the Aaron Donald right. of the world. But I think we by the end of a couple more weeks from now, we might be thinking thinking a little differently about this Rams defense. Yeah, the other safety job definitely belongs to Russ Yeast, 100%. John Johnson only played special teams. Now, could that be them? You know, they just signed him late in the year. I'm still not 100% sold that that stays the case all year long. Um, but it appears as of after this week, it is Russ Yeast's job. So, um, you know, you can you could probably drop John Johnson if you had taken shots on him, but I wouldn't maybe replace him one-to-one with the Russ Yeast because he gave us all, hardly anything on 100% set. Uh, the only other main guy I want to call out would be the rookie Byron Young. Um, mm-hmm. 
sort of a linebacker edge type guy. Um, gave us three solos, one assist, two QB hits, and a half sack. So he got home in his first game, split the sack. Um, Christian Roseboom appears to be the linebacker too, but you know, with Byron Young kind of being a tweener guy at 84%, Roseboom played 67. Like you said, you don't these guys are you're you're not gonna want to count on them as starters, but in deeper league stashes if injuries occur and whatnot. Um Ernest Jones, I wish you, you know, I guess three TFLs was really good. Um I guess that all those assists uh kind of yeah dampen his his day a little bit. Um I was expecting a little more out of Ernest Jones um against the Seahawks there. So um but yeah, uh nothing else for me. So we will flip to Seahawks. Man, 50 oh man. yard field goal to tie it oh. as time expires for the Bills off the crossbar. And You're it goes joking. through. It goes You're through. kidding. Tyler Bass, let's go. 16 0, <laughs> baby. He's my Scott wow. Fishball kicker. Wow. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> okay. Damn. Like you might be getting some. You said, yeah, I was going to say, okay, you said that was to tie it. Awesome. Holy yeah, smokes, a, hitting the crossbar. That's crazy. All right. <laughs> uh, first, Seattle, uh, Bobby Wagner is back. I, uh, you know, We both felt pretty strongly about him all year. 19 total tackles, 9 solos, 10 assists, and Unreal. 1 tackle for loss. Um, Jordan Brooks played 64% of staffs and, and was cleaning up tackles as well. So it looks like wheels up for Jordan Brooks. I mean, Sir. that snap count is only going to go up. Um Julian Love played 100% of staffs and gave us a very solid game. So that was interesting that Quandre Diggs, who also played 100% of staffs, but it seems like Diggs is back to the uh, back to center field. Obviously, when Jamal Adams, if he ever gets healthy, is going to throw a wrench into those things. But for now, it looks like Julian Love is the guy. Um, pass rushers, nobody got home zero sacks on old Matt Stafford. So <laughs> that was probably pretty disappointing for a lot of people. Um, yeah, anything else you got? Yeah, no, I think that you nailed the main storylines there, right? Like that defensive backfield too is is pretty stable. We expected mm-hmm. quite a bit more from the cornerbacks last year. Obviously, Kobe yeah. Bryant was the main benefactor this year, but Reek Woolen uh, didn't really live up to what he was putting down last year. But, you know, matchup dependent stuff, uh, I, I think. Yeah. I, I'd still, if you have them, feel fairly confident. Uh, who are the Seahawks playing next week? Yeah. Let me see. Really quick. And yeah, the reason, oh, they're playing. They're, they're playing uh, the Lions, who who should okay. figure to have spread the ball around quite a bit. So, uh, I still think you can start them with confidence. Yeah, Kobe Bryant. You know, Puka Nakua for the Rams kind of came out of nowhere. So uh, Bryant was on him all day. So that's why he was so busy. <laughs> um, yeah. Of course, that's going to be different every week. I mean, if he's taking the slot guy, though, you know, he could be pretty busy again with Amon Ra. So maybe. Uh, Maybe Bryant is the guy to own this year uh, with Reek kind of being that outside, more of a shutdown type guy. So For sure. Um, oh, an interesting rookie to keep your eye on if you're super deep. Uh, Mike Morris, the defensive tackle, played 32% of snaps, um, gave us uh, two solos and an assist. Nothing crazy, but again, for those defensive tackle required leagues, you never know uh, who could hit. Um, Draymond Jones, of course, played 68% of snaps, but – did only gave us two assisted tackles. Um, I love Michael Jackson on here because he's no longer a thing. Um, we did not see. We did not. See, did I miss? Did Devin Witherspoon? He was he he was out, right? I I think he was out. 
Yeah. Okay. Good. I was like, wait a second. Where did he go? Yeah. In, in, inactive. <laughs> yeah. That's why Artie Burns was playing. Okay. Trey Brown at seventy-five percent of snaps. Those will 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 probably belong to Witherspoon when when he's healthy. Hundred percent. All right, and I think we've made it. Oh no, sorry, not yet. Dolphins. <laughs> we keep teasing that we're. Um, yeah, keep listening, game. people. <laughs> uh, so first we got. I mean, this was this was the game of the week by far. Mm-hmm. Uh, the shootout between the Dolphins and the Chargers. So we've got a bunch of IDP production for the Dolphins. You're going to see the Chargers not so much. So that's interesting how that worked out. Um, you see Dolphins played 81 defensive snaps in total. Uh, Javon Hom playing all of them. It looks like he is easily the safety to own. The other big thing that I'll just touch on quickly, David Long, 21% of snaps. Mm-hmm. Yikes. He's droppable. That's a shame. I don't really get it, but Jerome Baker somehow played 100% of snaps and gave us his crappy Jerome Baker line of six tackles and nothing else. So I'm kind of surprised. I don't know what's going on there. Maybe Long's just battling injury still. Um, yeah, Jalen Phillips, the breakout is here, sort of. Uh, 11 combined tackles, so he was super busy. Two QB hits, got home for half a sack. Uh, I, I love that. I think that's very encouraging. Um, I don't know if you want to touch on anyone else. No, I think, I think looking at these these stats again the players this is a very 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 good defense right yeah. and then with Jalen Phillips being the menace that he was that kind of unlocks a bunch of things for everyone else right so mm-hmm. like the fact that Holland and Deshaun Elliott had big old games not overly mm-hmm. surprised Cater Kohu also had a huge game with a sack and nine combined tackles mm-hmm. um yeah I think the biggest story but we were expecting big things from those players right I think the big thing for uh, what you were saying was right with you know how much you know Baker was used, uh, or, or rather uh, not used. Uh, yeah. So freaking Van Ginkle of all people. So something yeah. to monitor, something to monitor long term, uh, sort of see uh, where things go. And you know Christian Wilkins also had a bit of an off day for the for the DT. Granted, the Chargers, you know, air raid offense, not a whole lot of opportunities to to get those to get those tackles that you'd expect from him. So I think that's more matchup right. dependent, but no, this, these dolphins, these dolphins teams are good. Uh, and I think, uh, uh, I think there's gonna be a lot of IDP value here. Yeah. Um, sealer, my guy sealer had a solid game, uh, for Ooh, his yeah. defensive tackle. I took him, I know I have him in either the invitational or the masters. I can't remember which one. Um, but yeah, he's gonna, he's probably going to be a solid, uh, solid guy playing next to Wilkins all year long. He had a solid year last year. No, no reason to think uh, that he won't continue that. Um, Chubb at eighty-eight percent of snaps. So would like to see him get home. Uh, he probably will sooner than later. Uh, Brandon Jones, all, only two percent, fifty-eight percent on special teams. So that's uh, that yeah. Was what a fall! I think uh, I think maybe they're just bringing him along slowly. Hopefully, um, but yeah, it looks like Deshaun Elliott is worth it. I'll pick up for sure if uh, if he is on the own. So that's probably the hottest uh, the hottest name to to pick up. Jane Tindall, of course, didn't didn't see the field um, only on special teams. So uh, that is the Dolphins. Um, a really, I think, disappointing huge um, game for the Chargers uh, IDPs. So uh, the top player was not. 
it was a safety. Now, when you say the top IDP safety for the Chargers, you think that was Derwin James. Um, in our scoring format, it was Aloe Gilman, um, who was on our, my, our radar. You know, he was going to be the starter, but projected to be more of that free safety. Um, but he he played 100% of snaps, had a 11 combined tackles. I mean, didn't give you anything else, but you know that's a that's a solid game right there nine solos i mean if if you have scoring differentials between solos that that's a really really nice game um the linebackers didn't stunk um Kendrick's, <laughs> it was okay but didn't you know a lot of people were hyping him up um and yeah he played 100% of snaps but i guess that kind of makes sense against the the passing volume of the dolphins but Really disappointing. You see, even with all that passing volume, I mean, Michael Davis was was the top corner. Derwin had a fine game. Um, two passes defended to go along with his six solos and a tackle for loss. So, what do you what are you thinking about the Chargers here? Yeah, I mean, I think just like you said, uh, Derwin James is kind of the big guy here, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, the seventeen points if that's his floor, like cheapers, like he's still king. Uh, right. we, we trust him. Uh, just everyone else just had off days that we'd expect mm-hmm. to have better days. Like Joey Bosa playing 87% of snaps, but not really showing up at all. Like that's mm-hmm. disappointing. Uh, the linebackers got the percentage snaps you'd want to be relevant. Mm-hmm. Not much tackling was happening there. So I think this is <laughs> one where you kind of be, be patient. Uh, uh, I mean, Khalil Mack even played a whole bunch of yeah. defensive touch. Nope, not defensive touchdown. Special teams touchdown for the win for the Jets. Walk Whoa. off. Yep. The uh, the kid Gibson, the uh, the undrafted Xavier Gibson, receiver, the, uh, wow. the the stud from Hard Knocks. Walk off touchdown. Wow. Wait, was that a? I I that might uh, I saw Zach out uh, Zach Wilson go run in there. So I wonder if that was a a throw or a or a kick return. I'll let you oh, know. But wow. Man. And with that, yeah. the nail in the coffin, uh, that is a, a 4 and 13 betting night or week for, for Steve. <laughs> uh, Oopsies. And I, and I went 8 and 8. Damn. So uh, there you go. There you have it. Uh, anyway, yeah, not that a whole lot surprising. more to say about the, the, the Chargers, I think. Uh, really just got to stay the yeah. course with, with those stars and kind of go from there. The Bosa Mac combo is super disappointing. You kind of are forced to roll with them, but remember, these guys, they're getting older. Eric Hendricks is old. Like, this is a pretty old defense. Um, JC Jackson is healthy, but Stunk was giving up all those big plays. Um, so, you know, I don't, who knows if he lost his job. Um, guy I left in at the bottom there, my guy, Morgan Fox, a zero burger, but played 51% of the snaps. Um, he was actually the second highest. PFF graded player on the Chargers uh, in this week. So uh, I would say, you know, in again, super deep DT required leagues, you know, maybe stick with him. Um, he's, he's getting the snaps. He just, you know, wasn't able to chip in in the box score this this week. So, um, yeah, Chargers stink is, is the overall uh, thing there. At least Chargers defense stinks. Mm-hmm. Um, For now. <laughs> all right. We've made now it to time. the Philly um Philly Patriots game. So we'll start with the birds. Um uh Slay, you know, had the big return touchdown. Uh Reed Blankenship showing up as the second highest IDP score at 98% of snaps. Oh, I have to touch on this. Uh the shocker, 
you see there are a few spots down. Justin Evans playing 96% yeah. of snaps. And Terrell Edmonds, he didn't even make it. On, oh, he did. Only 12%. And he was mostly a special teamer at 69 special team staff. So trade in your Terrell Edmonds for either Reed Blankenship or Justin Evans. Um, that's kind of crazy. They paid Terrell Edmonds a lot of money, I think. So also Sidney Brown didn't didn't see mm-hmm. the field. He was only special team. So yeah. Again, we see this all the time. You know, there's all the rookie hype, and these coaches just play the vets. They they just don't trust the rookies um, until they're forced to, um, especially rookies that don't. You know, a third round draft capital, I guess, is pretty good for a safety, but like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to say about that, really. Um, yeah. So, uh, the Kobe Dean goes down. Um, do you have any information on how bad or what the Kobe Dean? Because we saw um, so. Rashawn Evans was brought in, um, mm-hmm. so uh, I, I don't know if that's how bad N'Kobe Dean is injured or they weren't happy with Zach Cunningham's play. Um, yeah, he had a very they're saying multiple weeks. Um, I, I was yeah. seeing some predictions of like a month, which that is obviously sucks. mighty unfortunate. Um, yeah. yeah, you expect Cunningham to be the main benefactor of that, but yeah, it really sucks because Dean looked explosive in the preseason. This was his time to really step up, and he looked pretty decent. I mean, the seven yeah. combined tackles on 61%, and that wasn't mm-hmm. because he was sitting out. That was That's how far he made it into the game before he got hurt, mm-hmm. right? So uh, he looked pretty good. Um, yeah, I, I wouldn't go out necessarily and trust Rashawn Evans right off the bat. Like, that might just be more mm-hmm. of a depth play. Um, we'll wait and see, right, obviously. But I think Cunningham uh, sees an uptick. Yeah, Cunningham, 88% of the snaps. So, yeah, I think you're right. Um, I think Rashawn Evans absolutely needs to be picked up <laughs> um, almost everywhere. I think uh, I think th- this is what happens with this kind of stuff. Like, he waited for a situation like this. And, I mean, I, I don't know that Zach Cunningham is any better than Rashawn Evans at this point in their careers. Linebackers, you know. Kind of, kind of like running backs. You just kind of plug into the system and shouldn't be too hard to pick up. So, um, yeah, I think you pick up Rashawn Evans. I don't think you start him, but I think you absolutely need to need to pick him up. Um, Jordan Davis with a surprising game at, at defensive tackle. Uh, very, very nice. Got got half a sack. That's usually um, Jalen Carter what we were expecting, but Jalen Carter uh, got a, a full sack on his own. So really exciting. Still there on the defensive line. Um, Josh Sweat doing his thing with chipping in with a half sack. So, um, yeah, uh, obviously Darius Slay, if, you know, if you're playing Yahoo and have to play corners, do not run out and grab Darius Slay. Um, that 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 is fool's gold. He is a shutdown guy. And, yes, yeah, so he's going to have a 30-point game, and then he's going to have a two-point game, and then another two-point game, and and a four point game and maybe a 20 point game, but you'll never predict when. So, um, yeah, any Christian Ellis, we, yeah, maybe, but he, you know, yeah. he was played more on special teams. Um, maybe he gets more of a shot, but um, Hassan Reddick with an incredibly disappointing game gave you Very nothing except an assisted tackle on a QB hit. So, um, I, I left him on there and feels like the snap count was kind of low too, mm-hmm. only 72%. Um, in such a close game. You would have thought he would have had more of an impact there. Um, left Nolan Smith on there just to show that he's not—he's not really bre- breaching the the starting lineup yet. So um, more of a special teamer. So yeah, the safeties is a big story there, and the linebacker really stinks. Nicobe Dean, you know, 
had a lot of opportunity to smash. So I hope I hope he returns sooner than later and 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 healthy. So, um, anything else? Nope. Let's move on to the pass. Okay. All And here we go. So, oh man. A lot of people were. I think that I saw is... some sits for Christian Gonzalez, and I yeah, kind of people... cocked he... my head. At that I was like, I don't agree with that. Christian <laughs> Gonzalez has been my guy. What I've been, what I've yeah. been saying this entire off season. He gets a hundred percent of the snaps. Uh, mm-hmm. He he played some of the slot. Like he gives up passes. Uh, yeah. Unfortunately, he's not the lockdown receiver we want him to be yet from a Patriots fan perspective. But <laughs> from an IDP perspective, that's, that's a great that's news. A, that's a freaking goal of mine. Like I'm mean, looking at that. seven combined tackles, tack for loss, uh, pass defended. He got a sack, which was fun to see him being utilized in that manner. Um, mm-hmm. The Patriots are about to go up against the Dolphins, who throw a crap ton on sunday night so when you're talking like streaming candidates like i cannot be higher on christian gonzalez uh he he, again he plays especially when people are gonna be throwing on him like he's gonna have a a great a great time uh but yeah so really everyone else uh sort of did as expected so i've been hammering the jawan bentley as just a solid lb2 like he doesn't really get splash plays but nine combined tackles tackle for loss that is perfectly reasonable to be starting in your you know, LB2, LB3 slot there. Uh, yeah. Matt Judon continues to crush it in September. Uh, he got <laughs> another sack, three combined tackles. Uh, I know you see that Uche got a sack. Uh, uh-huh. Not really a sack. Like, he kind of just ran Jalen Hurts out of bounds, <laughs> and he, he, like, apparently didn't get back to the line of scrimmage, even though I think he did. It's like the, yeah. the 36% of, of, of snaps there. Uh, you know, people wanted Uche to have a big breakout season this year, and he still might. Yeah. But I mean, look at uh, Keon White's snap percentage, you know, uh, 35%, uh, not much, uh, but he exploded off the screen actually watching like he was all over the place. Um, So I think this can be more of a rotation than us Mm -hmm. IDP folks want it to be. Uh, So uh, I'm kind of fading Uche now until, you know, until something, you know, drastically changed there. Um, Yeah, I mean, other other notes, I think people generally played as much as we thought they'd play. Like Jabril Peppers is the benefactor of Devin McCourty retiring uh, the 88%. Mm -hmm. Like you thought maybe Adrian Phillips was going to take some of that. Nope. He played Mm -hmm. what? 22, 26%. Duggar had an off day, but again, five combined tackles is a pretty decent floor for a safety. So obviously not the top 10 sort of safety stuff production you wanted, but I still think you plug him in there. He's kind of the linebacker for this defense by that. Like he's hard and sold that defense up. You got to keep him in there. Um, And then, yeah, the darling Marty Mapu, you know, only played 14% of snaps uh, on defense. Uh, So temper expectations there. I think the fact that he was even playing in this first game against an Eagles team of that caliber just shows you how much the Patriots do like him, but Mm -hmm. also should tell you that you should, uh, you know, hold your horses uh, on on him, at least in the redraft format. So, yes. uh, so yeah, I think in general, uh, the Patriots defense performers we want to main takeaway is Christian Gonzalez is the real freaking deal. Uh, so go get him. I was gonna say, look at Belichick trusting the rookies. I mean, you know, even White, you know, that's solid for thirty five percent for for a rookie for Belichick. I feel like on the defensive line, mm-hmm. um, it is still not Christian Barmore season. <laughs> uh, Fifty six, you know, fine, but did his usual non 
contributing stat line um, for defensive tackle required leagues. Uh, Marcus Jones, a big takeaway. That kind of sucks. He's down to 36%, played um, 31% special team. So I don't know what's going on there, but yeah, it feels like he's going to need injury again to really uh, uh, make him worthy. I think he's droppable, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sucks to say that because he was such a, a a lightning rod last year when he when he got a chance to play. Um, now, if we see guys get injured, that you know that might change. If Miles Bryant, you know, goes down, um, it, it might be Marcus Jones' season again. But yeah, it's just tough to trust right now. So I don't think uh, I don't think you can you can keep him right now in redraft leagues, um, even dynasty. I mean, you shouldn't really be too attached to corners in dynasty leagues anyway. But um, a lot of people were because he's playing offense and stuff. But they're healthy right now um, for the most part. So yeah, sorry, Mark Jones looks like looks like a miss this year, unfortunately. So. Um, yeah, I don't got much else. I uh, hope to see Uchi snaps go up. I, I'm an Uchi guy. Um, oh, so. I am I am too, but I mean, again, Keon White explodes, and I like yeah, that healthy yeah. rotation there. So, Yeah. All righty. All right. We made it to the last game. Good old. Uh, this game was, yeah. what the heck happened in this game? The Cowboys and the Giants. Holy smokes. I was all... I was all in on Dable, and he figured out Daniel Jones, and apparently Daniel Jones just stinks. So on the, we could start with Dallas, and I, I'm going to try to not take a ton of time because there's not much to take away because of how well, goofy this, this was game was. just right? a freaking <laughs> route. Like yeah. the, this defense, like maybe it is that good. Like maybe they yeah. just, like we expect it to be one of the better, you know, defensive lines, but they were just all up in Daniel Jones's business the entire day. Like it's hard to take too much away from this, other than yeah, this defensive line is really good, and you never know who is going to necessarily uh, wind up with the sack, right? Mm-hmm. But like you love Micah Parsons getting that sack, obviously. Yeah, um, thank God he got it early enough before they yeah. took him out. <laughs> like like Dorrance Armstrong has always been a sneaky. Sneaky good best ball, especially like you'll see only yeah. 26% defensive snaps. That's not a whole lot, but he ended up with his two sacks. But, but like, so in redraft though, like, don't worry about him. Like he's not, yeah. he's not worth it. Uh, Osa Adigazua uh, also in kind of garbage time feast on uh-huh. those two sacks. Again, I really like him as a player. Like he's a good piece in real NFL terms, but the 39%, like only in like really deep DT required leagues, is he even worth of uh, looking into? Um, right. Who else got sacked? Like, pretty much everyone did. Demarcus ah, Lawrence only played forty three percent. Like these percentage of snaps are actually surprisingly <laughs> low. Uh, like Micah Parsons only played fifty seven percent. Well, granted. yeah, because it was kicked, a route. It yeah, was a route. You're right. You're right. <laughs> That's why I say we can't. There's there's not much to take away because it's so goofy that fair. Th- there's just nothing. I I mean, Dorrance Armstrong could be good, but you know they were probably. They were giving other younger guys a shot. Mazzy Smith, the rookie, played 24%. Um, guys I've never heard of played percentages of snap. I was I was upset to see. So Sam Williams was a guy who I've liked a lot. He played, he ended up at 49%. He's probably not gonna play more than that very very frequently. And in this route, he gave us nothing but two assisted tackles. So I was kind of disappointed to see that he didn't get home. I think he he was kind of picked up an injury going into the season, but um yeah it's it's a it does look like damon clark is officially the lb2 i don't know how much we care about that though because they don't 
they don't produce in the system. Um, the safeties play, but of course they didn't give you much stats because uh, because of what was going on there. Um, the two corners and Bland and Gilmore were your were your top scorers. Um, I guess there's one name to to take a peek at while um, so Donovan Wilson was out mm. injured, and it looks like Marquise Bell um, sort of took over uh, his role or at least a role in in the sec in the safety. Uh, trio rotation that Dallas loves to deploy. So, um, yeah, I guess he's a name to just keep on your radar. Probably not picking him up quite yet, but he did manage 44% of snaps and was really efficient um, with his stat lines, eight total tackles, a tackle for loss, a forced fumble. Um, so just a name, Marquis Bell, to keep in mind if Wilson continues to miss extended time. But Beyond that, you know, stick with their studs. The Dallas defensive line is going to do this anyway. It's going to be a different guy every week. It's going to be mm-hmm. Dorrance on show. It just happened to be all of them this week because of how bad the game was. But outside of Parsons and probably Lawrence, it's going to be a different one every week, and you're never going to pick. So I wouldn't spend time on anyone outside of 53-man roster league. So. Agreed. <laughs> yeah, in my, uh, my, my home league, uh, I have. Yeah. The, we're still team defense. The Cowboys defense scored thirty-seven, points, which was Baby. unbelievable. Damn, that's awesome. <laughs> I hope that person won. <laughs> Didn't yes, the T. Higgins Drake London stack that I've been seeing so much. No, it was uh, um, it was me. I I, I had <laughs> I had it. Uh, okay, I got a bit lucky against my fiance, and I kind of whipped her whipped her back. Oh boy, you're in the doghouse now. Oopsies. <laughs> Uh, last but not least, the Giants at the two hour mark. If you're still with us, thanks for watching. Holy smokes! All right, so we got the Giants again. This one's hard to evaluate because of everything. Bobby O'Gree did play 100% snaps, which is nice to see. Uh, would have liked a stronger uh, stat line altogether. He was outscored by Micah McFadden, who seems to have the number two spot locked down. So that's good information. Um, Isaiah Simmons stunk. He played only 26% of snaps and played mostly on special teams. So he is a drop and a fade until mm-hmm. uh, until somebody gets injured. <laughs> um, the pass rushers in Thibodeau and Ojolari didn't really have a chance to give us much. Nobody on the defensive line really did much of anything because yeah, because of the game script. Um, Pinnock, Jason Pinnock, the safety, played 100% of snaps next to Xavier McKinney. So could be a nice little streamer all year long. We saw Julian Love uh, be able to have a really nice year uh, next to McKinney. So this year that could be Pinnock. So um, do you got anything for the Giants? No, I think you nailed it. Uh, Okariki's the guy. Uh, McFadden, that will be a beneficial spot if he continues to get those close to 80% snap percentages. Uh Dexter Lawrence, like it's hard to learn anything here, right? Yeah, like you expect to get so more hard. from Lawrence, um, but and, and all that defensive line, but that's just a bad day. It's just a bad day. Yeah, uh, I think <laughs> if, if you have any of those quote unquote stud guys, continue to roll them out. Um, yeah. but yeah, unfortunately, hopefully, you made it past uh, week one though with a W, regardless. Pepper. All right, that brings us to a close. Two hours and two minutes. We thank everyone. Um, yeah, you. I'll let you sign off first here. 
yeah uh be sure to like and subscribe to this video if you've made it this far come on what are you waiting for uh, we really appreciate it uh please comment uh in this video though if you liked this format like we want to give you these reviews uh at the end of you know each week to give you our takeaways uh but yeah did you did you like the way we presented this if not we are we are totally flexible uh we want to make sure that we're getting you the information that you need you know uh so please let us know there uh but yeah week one what a way to end it with that kick return touchdown by the hard knocks, hard knocks star uh i love football i love that it's back and i'm hoping yeah. that we help someone out there get prepared for the next week on the waiver wires so good luck next week Yes, sir. You again. You can find um, these charts and these reviews will be in written article format coming up tomorrow, as well as our game previews that come out every Thursday. So, if you're looking for previews and start sit advice, uh, that will be on our written content uh, coming out on Thursday. Uh, so, again, thank you. Uh, please give us a shot. Become a subscriber. Join in. Use the discount code for ten percent off. IDP plus sign pod. Uh, IDP plus pod as a discount code. So thanks everyone for listening. We'll see you next week. Good luck.